0: what's up everybody and welcome to the nxs cast a show where we talk all things gaming in excess i'm one of your hosts daniel dash and it's episode 44 and we just came back fresh from the xbox and bethesda showcase and we'll be talking all about that all about the fanfest experience as well as some of the capcom showcase that just happened today as well if time permits joining me as always is the souls oh wait a minute Jeremy, Jeremy actually—that's right. So right. Jeremy actually uh, died, right? Didn't Kojima yeah. come on? Yeah. Kojima. So Jeremy, Jeremy actually died. So yeah, we went as three, came back as two. So I guess it's just me and Kevin. Um, yeah. Hi, Kevin.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I remember an old technique that I learned while studying Mongolian throat singing on how to specifically summon back team members from Hideo Kojima's grasp. Wait, wait. So you're telling me we could get a Kojima game and Jeremy back? I think so. I think so. Let's give it a shot. All right. A ah, chance. I gotta get ready. Anime gaming king of waifus. Anime gaming king of waifus. Anime gaming king of waifus. Anime gaming king of waifus.
2: Gaming,
1: king of
0: waifus. Oh, Jeremy! Oh, hey Jeremy. Oh. Hey, <laughs> oh, he's back
1: from he's the clutches
0: and fast gear. <sighs> Jeremy took I took everything I had.
1: Jeremy, are you are you you? I want to know who took my body back here.
0: Yeah, we thought we should bury you at some point, so we just brought dropped it off at your house and turned <laughs> the <laughs> screen back on. You to in trouble
1: Kathy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Just put you back in your chair like like we, you're working late.
0: weekend at Jeremy's.
1: Goodness, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dinner, dinner was awkward last night.
3: Wow, I don't even what happened at dinner. The last thing I remember was Phil, Papa Phil just saying he was working with a prolific Japanese director and then yeah, um, yeah.
1: everything else was kind of cloudy <laughs> after that. Yeah, we we just told um it was like a like Oh man, what's that movie where they anyway where they take the dead guy out on the town? We just told Kathy... We can
0: at Bernies. I said yeah. <laughs> we had at earlier. We just switched <laughs> oh, in your chair
1: like you were working late and, and you had a project to finish. Yeah. Okay. You guys
3: did the voice talking and all that yeah. jazz for me. All right. We, yeah.
1: You yeah.
0: totally <laughs> missed out on the pretzel dogs at the FanFest event, man. I'm sorry. Uh, damn. We Yeah. Damn. It's yeah, true. and I
3: you know, looking looking at my phone right now and all the stuff that happened there, it looks like
1: they had to taco like
3: taquitos
1: yeah they yeah, to, actually they're they pretty good <laughs> vegan cauliflower oh, orange chicken wannabes uh <laughs> it was all right it was you buffalo
0: it was buffalo cauliflower i almost want to start do you guys want to start with the xbox and bethesda showcase uh, like, do guys, do things. or do you guys want to start with uh the fan fest like experience overall what do you what do you want to start with
1: ah uh, you know what we should do overall thoughts just real quick because because we're going to talk about you know each individual piece
0: Overall thoughts on what, what? I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about, Kevin. But hey, <laughs> Jeremy, it's. I'm glad you're back, man. Uh, oh, we, so we're I'm getting a Kojima get. game, and and we Jeremy
1: continues to stay alive. So that yeah. that is amazing. Wait, yeah.
0: wait, 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 wait. Did he show gameplay at least?
1: No, no. no. It wasn't worth it, to be honest. I got sacrificed <laughs> for an announcement of yeah. an announcement. Yes, <laughs> that's basically. Right, that's right. Yeah. I think that's probably why he allowed your soul to return to your body because he he felt like it wasn't necessarily fair. And then apparently looking
3: at the Twitterverse, because I have all this catching up to do, people are upset and think that he stopped making games for PlayStation. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. He had to announce that that is not true. (laughs) Yes. He's
0: making one game with Xbox. Yes. He is damning PlayStation. Yes. To the fiery pits of gaming hell uh if you're watching us on youtube hit that like hit that subscribe if you're new to the show um you could we're on all audio platforms you could follow us there as well you could rate us five stars every time you do that our views jump up because guess what more people like you more awesome people like you are listening to us find us and that helps us out a ton Mm. um without further ado let's talk about the xbox and bethesda not e3 e3 showcase (laughs) Um, so let's go ahead and just jump into overall thoughts. And I want to, hear, I want to sort of hear from both of you guys, like what you guys just thought overall before we like do like a recap of the games highlights and stuff like that. Kevin, how did you feel now? I'm not talking about all the whining and dining you got on Xbox's tab on, on in terms of, <laughs> I know you can easily be bought, Kevin. I know you can easily be bought <laughs> outside of fan fest stuff. I'm talking about the showcase itself. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts, man? How'd you feel about it?
1: I really liked it. uh, There were, there were very few games that I was not super excited to see. Uh, There, there were, I mean, literally, I I think I can count on one hand, the amount of games that I gave like a golf clap to, you know, and I wasn't like super stoked to see Uh, everything that showed pretty much got me hooping and hollering the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: And I forgot to, and I forgot to sort of like, Set it all up, right? So it was a 95-minute yeah. showcase, which is about five minutes longer than they uh, did did last year. Uh, over 30 games with a focus on games releasing in the next 12 months. Literally everything they showed were, were games that are targeting basically within the next 12 months. Um, And the big theme of it besides that was gameplay. Gameplay, yeah. gameplay, gameplay, and show as much of it as possible because the the two biggest criticisms of Xbox has been you're showing games that are well into the future with CGI trailers and yeah. not showing any gameplay or very little gameplay. So they that that's what this showcase was. This was a direct response to those two big criticism points. And to that, I'd say they did a pretty good job too. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what are your thoughts, man?
3: My thoughts are I can't put this hand on straight with this, with the camera, and I've been struggling with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's but- what you were when we were summoning you
3: yeah but for the <laughs> most part I, I mean obviously you know you guys could have fixed my hat from my you know corpse a little bit before uh summoning me but you know we what's had to make done, your
1: drunkenness look believable
3: i guess so what's done is done <laughs> I, what 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 kind of beer did i have by the way <laughs> did, 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 did Raven. natural okay. all yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> lots of it. some some good stuff uh, yeah. no i i i mostly agree with uh kind of like your take on it um and i almost have kind of like almost two thoughts on the matter like you know the rational side of me said like this is a great showcase that showed a wide variety of games that are going to be available within the next year Mm -hmm. the irrational side of me was just like okay but xbox you're missing like almost all of what you've announced like yeah.
2: yeah. Now, yeah.
3: I know it wasn't realistic for us to get updates on all of them, because that's just the way it is. Just, but it was kind of surprising to not see Hellblade in a valid, Um, right. But that's also kind of me thinking that those games are a little bit further along than they may be. And, you know, for granted, it is the, you know, upcoming 12 months. We don't know anything, you know, like, you know, beyond that, which would be maybe in the fall, like, holiday window um which easily those games could kind of like fall into place uh and it was really just kind of you you know overall uh, enjoyed it but kind of just having to negotiate between the rational side of me who was just like damn this is you know they they are kind of they took that criticism to heart of like hey you know the last showcase we got a lot of cg trailers a lot of logo teases and actually showed gameplay and also hey, for the most part. A lot of these are going to be available on Game Pass, at least the ones that yeah. they've showed in the showcase. But yeah, the, the rational side of me, which is kind of like in the spirit of this E3 season yeah. or uh, Keeley season, key which three. is kind of. Yeah, key three, <laughs> Uh was just kind of thinking like, OK, was hoping for at least one megaton. But we knew that that megaton was going to ultimately be gameplay reveal of starfield yes
0: yes but you know what i was sort of expected right we we yeah. i think we all knew with the graphic with just sort of like the, the time and place where we are in in the, the development cycle of it um we knew that was going to happen and that was slated to happen bef- before the delay was even announced so yeah. um yeah i i mean I'm, I'm sort of with both of you guys on just yeah. overall but you know i just want to sort of i just sort of want to add my, I guess, two cents to it is mm. the, the big sort of hot take statement I'm going to make is is that
1: Elder Scroll 6 wasn't there. I know.
0: I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, it would have been an A-plus show if Elder Scroll 6 was there, but I just Jeez, can't believe just it. He's really dropped the
1: ball.
3: What What if I told you there was an Elder Scroll 6, Did but you see it's that been, been an world? online game and they've been consistently updating it over the years? I wouldn't hear it. <laughs>
0: So for me uh I I completely forgot where I was going with it Kevin. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You are EPOS. <laughs> um for me uh, basically what I, what I gathered was when Microsoft and this is going to sound a little harsh here overall I am I'm, I'm very high on the showcase overall or uh, high on the showcase overall but you know my sort of my hot take statement is, is that when they don't overpromise they sort of underdeliver a little bit. Mm. Uh, a month ago when we had Luke on the show, I told I told all of you guys, I'm really excited for the show. I feel like uh, I get, you know, I, I had tempered my expectations last year. This is a show where I feel like they more of these, these games are further in development and Xbox is going to flex these studios. Um, little did I know that that yes, their plan instead was, no, we're going to address the criticism of what's there to play now, Xbox. we have delayed these games. Mm. What's there to play on my console now? And their response was, hey, you have I don't know these like 15 fairly notable games coming to game pass between now and the end of the year. And then another 15 or so that we're showing for 2023. And guess what? This isn't just, these aren't just, um, you know, false hopes and dreams. This is actual gameplay. These are games that are working. Um, and in that way I give, I I give them a lot of kudos, like big props to that. The gameplay on a lot of those games looks fun. It is great to see a game, uh, a showcase with a lot of gameplay. Um, but they also start to the, – the, the trailers start to blend in together a little bit after a while uh, But because when you have so many games. Um, prior to actually watching this show, I told you guys on the last show that Summer Game Fest helped maybe sort of set my expectations. Like, okay, wait a minute. Reset your expectations. Uh, the rules of engagement. Do not go into this Xbox showcase expecting – what you expected a month ago and yeah. even with my recalibrated expectations i was still let down a little bit jeremy because i'm right there with you that i wanted that megaton drop and i don't necessarily think it happened i think redfall looked impressive i mean that mm. that i think looked really great starfield looked really great some of the japanese game developer announcements and game announcements were sort of like megaton ish yeah silk song, awesome but most of those were games that we already sort of knew about or rumors that have been just sort of swirling for a very long time so they weren't these like mind blown sort of uh, moments that that I sort of expected what I would what I was what I would think that they could probably have done a little bit better is set those expectations ahead of the show- showcase and said hey the focus of the showcase is going to be showing you gameplay specifically of games coming out in the next twelve months mm-hmm if they would yeah. have done that, then we would have been like, okay, cool, so I'm certainly not going to expect Fable. Right. I'm not going to expect Perfect Dark. Maybe not Avowed, maybe not well, Hellblade.
1: Didn't, didn't they start with that?
0: Well, they started with that at the beginning of the show, but I'm talking about leading okay. up to it, in the blockbuster. Okay, I mean, the, okay, The, whole, the gotcha. whole announcement of the show, gotcha. they could have done that yeah. then, right? Yeah. And I think you no got to set those expectations. expectations, right? Like, PlayStation did that with state of the state of play. They said this is going to be VR and third party. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It exceeded our expectations. Um, Jeff Keighley, I don't know what sort of expectation setting he did. He tried to temper people's expectations. and yeah. and But this one with yeah. Xbox, we didn't know. With their their trackers, track record so far, we knew they were going to do more gameplay, but we thought they would mix, mix in more gameplay. So one thing said yeah. better our expectations. Second thing, you don't have to go one extreme or another. You don't have to go all CG trailer or to all gameplay. I really think they could have said... The focal point of this trailer is going to be the next twelve months. Now, like towards the end of the show, now let's look ahead at the future of Xbox
2: mm, and yeah.
0: like two games from there, like Avowed and Hellblade, mm-hmm. and something like that would have been like just to wet the fans' appetites to be like, there's a lot to enjoy now. Look at these two other bangers coming out. In, yeah, yeah, in in two years or something or whatever. I
3: agree. Like, and and also we talked about kind of like the the pacing and length of it and how in the middle it kind of had like that Sony issue of it just kind of I don't know you lost a little bit of interest um in it and you know I think too one of the improvements that they can do and I understand from a from a standpoint of they've already probably cut these trailers individually um to the point where it, every time you see the title card of "Play It On Game Pass" day one, yeah, world premiere, and then they do it like consistently. And you know, it, when you watch it, um kind of like in sequence, it doesn't really take up as much time. But I bet if you count, like, yeah, you count it all together, two it seconds, does. Three adds, seconds each trailer. Yeah, it adds up yeah. to like a probably a few minutes. And I feel like you know I get it from the standpoint of like these trailers that they can kind of just like cut that way and then release them individually in their channel and they already have like those marquee cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in terms of the presentation, it just feels like and you know they're not the only ones kind of guilty of this, right? Like everyone is doing that. Like they're doing the whole world premiere console exclusive. But in terms like of a big like showcase like this, I think one title card could do. Do it all the games in this section play a day one on on yeah. game, pa- uh, game pass, and then another section, like these are all console launch exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of you know just kind of beating your head over it, and then, like I said, they're not the only ones that are kind of like guilty of this. So when he does this, uh, Capcom did it <laughs> today <laughs> with the, with the world world premiere stuff that they were doing in their showcase. Um but well.
0: Yeah. They got to be careful with how they use it because you're right, Jeremy. They use it for essentially every single video game. And guess what? You do when you do that? You diminish the value of world premiere. Because yeah. mm-hmm. like, remember how we all felt in in the theaters yeah. when they're like world premiere? Like, oh shit! Hold on to your shit, and it boys.
1: Fifteenth like one. Here it
0: comes, and then by like the yeah by the fifteenth one, you're like last time they did that. This was like some sort of like indie game made by like seven yeah. people with like PlayStation three graphics. You know what I mean? Like it it yeah. loses its impact. So like save the world premieres for the yeah. big stuff. Yeah. Save it for the Diablo fours maybe. Save it for that stuff. Don't yeah, yeah don't don't and, don't
3: overuse it. And you and I like talked about this like kind of like after the show that they also have an an extended showcase, I believe, like tomorrow, right? On Tuesday, that some of this, some of this content or some of these games could have been moved to like an extended showcase or like an extended showcase week. Like, for example, the the Elder Scrolls online content, Mm -hmm. the Fallout 76 content, Oh, and man. even the, um, you know, as much as I think that that game is is interesting, it's just that we've already kind of seen, um, I forget what that game was called. Uh, it was like Dust, like that little motion oh. graphic um, as game. Falls. As Dust, De- Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, As mm-hmm. Dust Falls. That was already kind of shown like in the Tribeca, like showcase. Yeah. But I understand well. the Xbox showcase is a bigger like you know it's bigger in terms of like the audience that's going to watch it so it's like good for that team um but at the same time there are a few of these like trailers that could have probably been moved to an extended showcase to help like kind of like the pacing go along
0: well, um, I, I, th- I think I think back to like the difference between a PlayStation and an Xbox showcase. The thing is that PlayStation has state of Plays. Like if you were to combine all yeah. of like the state of Plays for the whole year, plus their regular showcase, you're running on a, you know, what, like a three hour show. But they, they show a ton of games. The state mm-hmm. of Plays still get millions of viewers to them. They, they still yeah. get a lot of attention to them. Twitter goes crazy and forgets. Forgets what a state of play even is and expects more <laughs> every single time. So you get Twitter <laughs> and Nintendo and, Direct. And, 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 yeah. and and yes, and Nintendo Directs. The reason that their shows are better paced is because they have more of those shows. So I understand Xbox wants to shine a light to a lot of these games, yeah. but they can drive a lot of hype because this is something that they just don't do anymore. They don't yeah. do at all. Is spread out the love a little bit. Spread out the game. love for some of these games, like the flight simulator, like you said, this yeah. that stuff. Um, The Elder Scrolls Online, basically, Arc Two. The Arc Two is a state of play level sort of announcement.
3: All the ones that can are kind of like DLC, like expansions, like yeah. As much as how awesome the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza, that, I thought 5, that was showcase-worthy. Like no, that was you think showcase-worthy? I I'm just kind of thinking, like, in terms of making this into maybe instead of like a 90 minute showcase, to more of like an hour showcase. That is probably something that gets moved to like I don't know, like a Keeley thing, or 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 an extended showcase, because these are games that are already like are already they've already been released um and i understand from a point of like getting more engagement to them um but in terms of like your big showcase maybe not as much of a priority compared to the stuff that we haven't really played Hmm.
0: i I think the big message they're trying to send is you're asking us what games like you know there's a whole game pass fatigue yeah. going around twitter right like a few weeks ago there's the whole starfield and Redfall are delayed now what does xbox have uh, yeah. you know game pass yeah. has been dry they get a lot of those those narratives online that they try to squash and i think they were trying to make a very strong statement no we have a yeah. lot of games yeah. because uh, jeremy yeah. or actually i'll get it up myself right now i was gonna say if you could pull that graphic i'll pull yeah. it up right now really quick i mean this yeah. this is what they're trying to achieve right they're trying to get this uh the internet to talk about this graphic at about that and we have been, we've, we've been talking yeah. about this graphic and because it's powerful. And you know, if there's one thing that
3: I would kind of like, uh, would say would be a big improvement on their side, because you, you touched on it. They don't have like these smaller showcases throughout the years uh, or throughout the year to kind of show these games that are in development. But considering that, you know, their game pass service is basically the Netflix of games. Like yeah. they may want to consider for Game Pass, like uh, adopting some of that stuff that Netflix does on a given month, right? Netflix on a given month drops a video that says, hey, here's what's coming to our service this month. And they they do it by genre. and And I think that would also be a good thing, along with like indie showcases, because Nintendo does it, PlayStation does it. That way they don't have to feel like, they need to stuff all this content in a a one showcase or even in their you know id at xbox which mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know, can, yeah it has pacing yeah. issues in itself
0: that has pacing issues too but like they could re- they would be really well served if they had these 20 minute like maybe two two 20 minute showcases one like sometime in, in the spring and one time in, in the fall Sort of like what Nintendo and PlayStation, I mean, sort of do, mm-hmm. do yeah. as well. And then PlayStation has their like one-off ones that they do for, for like a, a specific game. Um fun question.
3: Yes. If they did a state of play or a Nintendo Direct, what would you uh what would you name it?
0: Direct X. Cool. <laughs> oh
3: you <laughs> okay. like that? There it is. There uh, it is. I like there that. it is. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I am not gonna throw a name out there. I can't uh, that that one was perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh kevin did you want
1: to, did you want to guess one uh oh like a name i mean honestly the 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 super uncreative first one that comes to mind is like an xbox direct or an xbox something but um no i got nothing nothing creative anyway
2: yeah you not
3: as creative, creative as direct x ah that was good ah. That's uh, why they
0: so pay we, the big bucks. <laughs> so we, <laughs> it's, it's dumb. They would never do it because there's an actual product called direct. Yes, Granted they, they
3: to own it though.
0: They do. But, they do. They do. But no, it would but get, to yeah, you, you It'd be just similar much in own direct. It almost feel like they're copying it. Yeah. yeah you don't That's want funny. to confuse your, Uh <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's, it's funny, Jeremy, I know you and I are a lot more critical of the showcase than, than, than Kevin was. Um, and we're already diving into it and we could, we could save some of those for our final thoughts as well. Yeah. When we talk about it. Um, Overall, I did think it was a good showcase. There was a lot yeah. of stuff that I want that I, I personally want shaved off. Sounds like you did as well, Jeremy. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, you make, were more inter- entertained than we were. Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, no, I
3: was just gonna say. I mean, make no mistake. Even though we're being like highly critical of it, I still kind of like it. I still enjoyed the show as a whole.
1: Yeah.
0: No amount of free mac and cheese and Phil Spencer <laughs> autographs and <laughs> cannot be bought.
1: Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I just think I mean, the content in and of itself was good. I really like the yeah. showcase. Um, Kevin Kevin and, can
0: be bought. Go, go check out his Twitter. Yeah. And killing
1: Phil Spencer and eating mac and cheese for free was absolutely awesome to buy me.
0: <laughs> Regarding the length, one thing that I just want to say is that, uh, and we'll talk more a little bit about this when we talk about FanFest, but when we had a chance to talk to Phil, you know that one of the first things he asked me was, did you think it was too long? And I actually appreciate, <laughs> I, I really appreciate it about him that he sort, sort of started it like that. Um, cause we were talking about the showcase rather than what did you think? Because I mean, of course I'm not going to be like, and no. eh, like it was like, if, I, if, I, if he, if he asks <laughs> like sort of like an open-ended question, like what, what do you think? Yeah. I'm going to tell him that it was fantastic. Right. In front of I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to get highly critical. Oh, you, did I lose? You're, oh, you're not going to, am I still here? Yeah. You're, yeah, still, you're uh, still here. You just, I think, it. I think I'm dropping out. Does that someone want to, can you guys hear me? No, no, you're fine. Yeah. You're yeah. fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your, your camera's just reset. Uh, but anyways, I'm. I feel so bad because I lied to him. He said, "What did you think it was too long?" I'm like, "No, not at all. I mean, it was the same no, length like as last year." Not. You mean you didn't?
3: You didn't pull aside to pull him aside and said, "Hail PlayStation."
0: <laughs> I'll uh, I'll post
1: a picture of me later where we're having a conversation. And I'm like, "Listen, Phil, not just
0: kidding. <laughs> this is what you need to do." Yeah, like GM says his regards. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was a little long. And here's the thing: length doesn't matter. Like the length doesn't matter in this case i know you keep means.
1: saying it and my immature mind just keeps going straight to the gutter
0: length doesn't matter the pacing is good and going. the content is good And i think overall the pacing of this show was very good but some of the games i feel like could have been better served at a smaller it showcase.
1: was a very girthy show yeah
0: yes one would say all right uh i'm gonna stop sharing this and jeremy if you want to pull up the stream so we could have some visuals for the video viewers uh we're gonna pull up the stream and, and talk about the game sort of one on, one by one yeah. well the ones that said that to me at least and then you guys uh you guys could pull, pull up some as well too so redfall let's start with redfall they opened the show with redfall which i thought was a little surprising um because i didn't understand what was sort of what sort of show this was going to be i thought yeah. I, I always yeah. i'm like redfall is going to be like a middle of the showcase sort of game hmm. i thought they might even open with starfield and then end on some new big announcement but that wasn't what they're that, what they were aiming for they started off with redfall immediately you got the tone of what the showcase was because it's just like a direct gameplay you're walking through the building you're checking things out as you normally would with a player um gave a sort of uh a, a sense of what like the Uh, environmental design, art direction and all that stuff was, was going to be all about as well as what the enemy types were going to be, the vampires and how they behaved and everything. Um, and this initial clip, I was like, "Whoa, that was it. That was like just such small little tease. And then they they did this really big extended gameplay uh, aspect of it. I thought it looked pretty dang good. Uh, I wasn't so hot on the cinematic trailer initially because I was, yep. it was just CG and I didn't really care yep. for like the character designs, uh, but I'm really sold on the gameplay, especially after now playing a couple of arc- arcane games since then. Oh, yeah. um, I'm so excited for this game and to be able to play with like you guys uh, to play like a, a, a sort of like a typical arcane type of game where you yeah. get these cool environments that you have, Multiple ways of sort of taking down, you know, with your weapons and whatnot. A game that uh, we finally play. <laughs> a game, I, I think we'll play this game. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, it's a it's a game that you play single player, and an, and a game that you play with friends is multiplayer. Yeah. Kevin, you also had to change your heart with this, about this game. Yes, you I did, about brother.
1: That I was not interested in Redfall at all. Like up until literally yesterday, uh, I I had no interest in Redfall at all. Uh, everything I saw did not interest me one bit. Uh, but watching the gameplay. Uh worked wonders. So, so their whole, you know, bit of hearing us and showing gameplay clearly works because I'm sure there's other people like that towards other games that now that they kind of the proof is in the pudding, now you see the gameplay, you see the animation, uh, you can see the character design and the and the art style and stuff for yourself. Um, it it can definitely be a good seller, or vice versa, because there were certain ones that I saw that I was like, Ugh. but Redfall, yeah, I had a total change of heart. I'm excited as heck for this game.
0: Yeah. Jeremy, what do you think, man?
1: I think the gameplay look at least, you know, I'm right there
3: with you when they kind of like well, right when they were showing like the initial kind of like review, like you kind of get a you get a little bit of what you know what the world is like, but here they kind of actually explain how the game kind of like plays. Yeah. Um and I think the cool thing too that you'll see is like the way that the various kind of like characters and classes um are in the game and how they kind of complement each other In mm-hmm. the way that you know for instance like one of the characters has telekinesis can like can basically uh project like i guess what it was a phone booth and then you can kind of use it as a launching pad oh yeah um and just kind I'll, of maybe that, that
0: country, by the way
3: <laughs> and, and, and and just that kind of like synergy and you know for for these types of games it's important to have like that team synergy yeah. uh that team like kind of like makeup to make kind of like that experience kind of like worth it um mm-hmm. i'm curious they said that it's a open world game how that's going to be structured um because they kind of break it down uh as you kind of it, what it seems like it's it, it's gonna come down to finding nests, destroying the vampire nest, which gives me kind of like lost boys vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and so you get the larger ones, like I'm assuming you probably get the larger ones like they show here with the little theme park. Um, and then they also showed the uh, the human like occult. um groups which i'm (laughs) guessing is probably going to be there yeah they're bandit (laughs) but it's also interesting that the archetypes for like all these characters or uh for all these like enemies um it's funny that all these four player kind of like zombie monster shooters always have that same archetype of like oh yeah this one's the disgusting one that kind of just like blows up but then lets everyone know that you know you're (laughs) you're Mm -hmm. here um but in its own like arcane way. Um, yeah. So I'm
0: excited yeah, I, about it. I, I like the vampire behavior. I like the way they like sort of lunge at you and they sort of yeah. do this like sort of twirl. Kind they're of like, like, they're, they're more graceful about it.
1: Yeah. 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 They float. Uh, <laughs> they're very they, floaty. Yeah.
0: They are uh, a, a aspect of it that we're showing on the screen right now that I think is pretty interesting too, is that you could go into this like collective otherworld. consciousness thing, this yeah. other world thing. Yeah. And initially I was like, the environments aren't as inspiring to me. It feels maybe a little bit more grounded and, less fantastical than some of the stuff that they've done in the past. Yeah. But then that, this quickly changed my mind where I'm like, okay, no, there are some like really twisted twirly yeah. uh, sort of um, um, surreal sort of types of environments that they could have. Um And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really into it. Uh, can we, can we, by the way, choose our classes already? I, like I said, I want to be the telekinesis, purple, <laughs> purple magic. I phone think, booth girl. Yeah. You can, you can be
3: that person. I'll be uh, the, the gadget person. Ah, oh, okay. I kind of want to be the gadget person.
1: All right, uh, I, can, I'm I can be. am terrible sniping.
3: I know. I can. I can be the sniper. I guess. <laughs> I, can we also just say that I want a shirt of that that logo? Where it just I'm kind of
0: yeah, bummed it wasn't yes. at the gear shop there. I know. Yes,
1: I know that all of their six products. But um, I want to be <laughs> um, I want to be a tank. So whoever that is, I'll be that guy. I just like being mm. able to charge into death. Yeah,
0: you don't want to be the sniper, is that what
1: you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all gonna right. Gonna go in there and bare hand. <laughs>
0: All right, moving on to Hollow Knight's Silk Song since we're showing it on the screen anyways right now. This was a big surprise. Uh, I mean, it should have been a big surprise, but this is one that I saw that it was leaked online, so that kind of spoiled it for me. I was uh. kind of happy. I was kind of happy that it, it was like the second game shown because I'm like, okay, this was the only game I knew knew about at the showcase. But huge, huge announcement. Huge that's going to be day one on uh, Game Pass. Um, from what I've played of Hollow Knight, I haven't finished it. I really, really, really liked it. Um, and I'm very excited about Silk Song. This is this was a great get for Xbox, great get for Game Pass. Stoked about this. Finally, it showed its face, yet we don't have a release date for it. What do you guys think, Jeremy?
3: I mean, we do have a release window in that it's going to be within <laughs> 12, the next months. 12 months at yeah. least. And I know that doesn't like tamper <laughs> for, it, for the people that have been waiting this waiting for this for a while. Um yeah. I still, you know, I still have to go through Hollow Knight myself. And, you know, just kind of like knowing that um, I don't know what to expect other than that I'm going to be playing one of the critically acclaimed uh, Metro Metroidvanias out there, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just kind of like looking at the trailer, just the way that the I I guess, you know, when you look at all these Metrovanias, it's key to have kind of like smooth platforming and combat. And this controls. seems to have it in spades. Yeah, especially, you know, when when they show her kind of like going and facing these bosses and just having the little like she does this one move where she just like does an attack with like both like enemies from the top and bottom. And it's just yes. geez. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you know, I need to get through the first Hollow Knight first before even thinking about diving into this one. But it seems like I might have some time. To do that
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah i, I mean i don't know i'm at this point since they didn't give a release window i think they just fans have been waiting long enough for this so they just don't want to do any sort of like empty promises and then have to change yeah. the date again with everything being delayed it'll be one of those things where we'll see yep. more and more of it and we'll probably get a release date as it gets very close to it yeah Gosh, that
1: looks great kevin yeah will, i'm, will a, I'm similar to jeremy here i i haven't actually played hollow knight um but uh, I've always been interested. In fact, I've got it downloaded on my, my PS5 and I've had it there for, for months. Um, I just need to work up the courage to play it because uh, I'm not super great at Metroidvania games, uh, but I hear nothing but good things. I've never heard anyone say that Hollow Knight's not a good game. So yeah. I, I, I really want to try it out. Uh, and this looks great. I love the gameplay here. Again, it looks like really tight controls. Um, and uh, what do they call that? Just really like um, where you got to act real fast. Yeah, uh, terms, those types of games are satisfying in terms of difficulty.
3: Like, is this is this up there in terms of difficulty?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I've I heard mean, Hollow Knights I, real hard. It has <laughs> it has like souls like elements where you lose your stuff. You have to go back and reclaim your stuff. Uh, it's there, but like.
3: All right. Which one's which one's harder? Hollow Knight or uh, Metroid Dread? Uh, Hollow Knight. Uh, wow. OK. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. OK, that yeah. makes wow, me kind of good. scared. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I, yeah, I mean. Yeah, all Yeah, all night's more different. Yeah. But you got this. You're the Souls Like Stud, Jeremy. Come on, Souls-like now, stud, but... Jeremy.
2: Yeah, Like.
0: Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's 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 not one. It's not cheap. It's very fair. You know, it, it's what like very much like a 2D Souls Like sort of game where, hmm. uh, you recognize enemy patterns and if you're patient and don't make dumb moves. Like, I got frustrated. I was doing actually really well because I I entered the game with so much respect for it because i'm like yeah. i hear this game's incredibly difficult uh and because of that i was very smart with how i handled enemies and i didn't die a whole lot early on no, it wasn't until that i got very patient impatient when i got like a, mm-hmm. a cheap death i think like an environmental yeah. death or something like that i went back to get my souls and then i, I got very impatient and i died it, so it's just just like you would in a souls game right. Where it you know you got to be patient and you're rewarded and, and and obviously you know be observant of your enemies and their patterns and how, like what moves you use to take them down and everything like this shield guy for instance kind of like uh, deflecting off of the yeah. shield and getting behind it and stuff so oh man mm-hmm. this look this looks so good this looks so good I'm gonna hold a little bit of my hype because if I'm that hype I would be playing the first one right which is which is on the agenda for finishing it is on the agenda for for this year nice moving on to High on life, so that we went Redfall, really strong start. Uh, Hollow Knight, really great follow up to Redfall, and then High on Life, which was just came out of left field. I saw this, I'm like, I uh, don't care for some of the character designs. It wasn't until we flashed this cool <laughs> like gun with the character's face cool on it that talks gun. to you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, was that not descriptive enough?
1: No, it was cute because because uh, you see that gun, and my first thought wasn't that it was cool, uh, but it is like very Pixar
0: okay i mean I, it's <laughs> cool like he talks it's from the creators of yeah. uh, rick and morty um and Swanch games i guess this is a, their second game now right um yeah i haven't played the first day one. day one on xbox seems like really zany some of that rick and morty type uh, humor uh really weird and eclectic and colorful and random uh art style and uh, when i say cool i mean uh unique like look at these like unique guns it like, is this, unique guy sh- this guy unique. shoots out his babies and he's like don't worry if they die like i they they're, easy to- they're easy <laughs> to make or something like that so like yeah oh, I'm, I'm, I, I was telling jordan who watched the show oh, with this, i'm like that that reminds me of uh it reminds me of the shadows of the dam where you have the gun talking
1: to you oh my gosh Shadows of the damn was such a strange game i loved it but
0: this was a nice surprise kevin what'd you think of this trailer man what'd you think of this game
1: i was just so baffled the whole time i was watching the trailer um that I kind of have to give it a shot. Like uh, no matter what I feel about it, I, I have to give it a shot and just see what it's all about because this is one of the strangest things that I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: Yeah, man, I love to, I love to squanch with you one of these days.
1: Yeah, we should squanch it up.
0: Jeremy, what'd you think?
1: I mean, <laughs> squanch bros.
0: Well, hold on, uh, one second. Are you, would you be just... willing to squanch with me?
3: Oh yeah, totally, man. I squanch I've only with you, bro. I wanted to squanch with you <laughs> for life. <laughs> uh, it, it has the signature, you know, Rick and Morty. The that that writer uh, like comedy, like yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's actually so, kind of funny because, because I, you know, the way that the game is kind of uh, it seems like something that would come out of like a Double Fine uh, yeah. production uh, in terms of like kind of like the art direction and things like that. Um, just with the the comedy of obviously the creators of rick and morty um i think the the fact that the weapons kind of like talk to you and they have commentary will kind of like add to the gameplay and kind of like the
1: immersion of it so to speak yeah. um i just, just hope kinda, Nifey, i just hope he's yeah. not actually getting off on on stabbing people constantly
0: it, i i hope he does like, like, he gets, I hope like it wilder
1: and wilder after yeah. a little bit
3: and then at the same time it's like i wonder yeah how often they talk because you know we talk about people getting tired of protagonists talking to yeah. themselves. Does, like, does it, will it ever get tiring for, for Stabby just to keep continually saying Stabby. Stab, stand, stand, stand. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: Stab. oh, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, that stuff got, has to get play tested to be like, how much of it, of it does it like, do you yeah. need before it becomes unfunny? Right. And yes. you gotta be careful about that. It's like fine. Ice
1: scream about Jenga. For 20 it's minutes. fine.
0: It, it, it's fine when, uh, When it's sorry, when it's fun, when it's funny, and the writing is good, and it's not repetitive, it's very contextual. It's it's great in that way, but when it gets repetitive and you're saying a lot of the same lines over and over, the novelty wears off. Good point. It's It's interesting too
3: because it looks like they kind of like take some of the. uh, You you kind of somewhat also get like Halo vibes and a little bit of like. I, I just say that briefly just because of just the, the way the enemies just, here. well, the needler gun, but then also the way that the enemies just kind of like jump, like drop into the environment. Yeah. And then they just come out of these pods. Um, It makes me oh, kind yeah. of wonder what the structure is because in the beginning you see kind of like a city and, and it's also in the key art um to see like, how does that play through? Cause it seems like you're kind of like a, a, a bounty hunter. Yeah. Um and so I'm curious to see how that kind of plays. And then obviously, yeah, the the way that the actual game plays out uh, in terms of like missions, quests, and things like that. Obviously, yeah. it looks like you're you're supposed to bring down this alien uh, cartel drug ring. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> looks like it, yeah. So we didn't get a release date, I don't think, but it says late 2022 I, is when we could expect it.
3: Did it not? I thought it said like September. September or something like
0: that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. In my notes here, I have late 2022. Um, while you look that up, I'm gonna move on really quick though. Uh, Riot Games, a quick announcement here, uh, but it was a quick announcement here, but I think it's a really big announcement. Riot oh. Game announced that their games are coming to Xbox Game Pass, and you're getting uh, a bunch of games that you normally have to pay a ton of. I think what like six hundred something dollars worth of, of money to get the content, and you're getting all that stuff included. With Game Pass, Uh, most of it's PC, and uh, a couple of them are PC and mobile. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, The one I want to spend more time on actually is a Plague Tale Requiem, which was announced at their showcase last year. And uh, that had like more of a cinematic trailer. This time we got this really cool, really well edited gameplay trailer where it cuts from essentially one uh one scene to another in really smooth transitions, <clears throat> similar to what you would see twit like Twitter user much. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think Sune, Sony legend really does that as much, but certainly Much does a lot of that. The horizon trailer think, at the game awards did that.
3: So was it was it Sun High or uh or Much that did the Horizon trailers? Hmm?
0: Uh Much I'm oh, sorry, Sun High did uh the horizon like gameplay and stuff. He does yeah. more of like the badass gameplay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if much edited the one that was shown at the game awards with like the really cool transitions i always just thought that was gorilla internal but much does those those like fan created ones on twitter um so really cool edits on this one but what it really what this trailer really shows is yes this game is continued it's going to continue to look beautiful (laughs) but there's also a lot of really great mechanics such as ducking under the table stabbing people crossbows um just new features it seems like it's um, going to be a little bit more action oriented and there's just more capabilities that you have which only means one thing what and what does that mean Kevin?
1: It's going to be a good game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it can only means one thing it's going to be a good game Kevin. Do you think it's going to be a good game Kevin? Are you excited for this?
1: Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm actually playing through um the first playtale right now. Uh what chapter are you on? Uh 8 8 Oh, cool. I'm right at, I'm, I'm just ahead of you oh nice yeah dude that game is good yes can you, um, can you,
0: can you give me? can you give me an amicia, amicia.
1: <laughs> my voice is gone from yesterday yeah.
2: <clears throat> amicia amicia <laughs> Hugo,
1: dude they're so great i love that that little child boy that voice actor is the best most cutest voice i've ever heard in my entire life
0: oh jeremy can you pause the trailer really quick right there so I I can't tell if that's just Hugo right there in the trailer and he's this is grown up this is several years later or if this is just like another npc cuz in the first game you uh, you you what's up
3: No no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, cuz they show Hugo's face in in at, the, at some point in the trailer and he looks like a baby still. So right. I'm just not sure if this is several years in the future or or not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm googling. Want to go in
3: fresh. It's been a while since I've beaten the Plague's Tale, but I believe he's one been of the characters in the uh, in the game. Oh, okay, I not okay. know when he was like introduced because um, I think you know, uh, hearing the dialogue, he, yeah, he talked. He, she she said the name Lucas, so I think. Oh that's Lucas. yeah. Okay, that's okay.
0: Okay. I the, I thought that was I thought that was another NPC. I'm like, dude.
1: Yeah. Hugo yeah.
0: is like straight up like Atreus like size now. Yeah. That's like yeah. one of the
1: little thief homies, right? I, the alchemist, like the LA, alchemist yeah. apprentice. Thanks, Millie. Yeah, you're right. It's the alchemist. uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let me see. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) Kevin, any additional thoughts?
1: No, it's going to be a great game. I can't wait to play it. After I beat the first one.
0: Jeremy?
3: (laughs) I'm curious because of all the dialogue that you hear in the trailer of Lucas and maybe Hugo just saying, like, it just kind of basically telling amicia not to kill soldiers and they make a big emphasis like this enemy that she's hiding from where he just says like like one of our soldiers has been murdered
2: like there's like an
3: emphasis on kind of like her kind of like not necessarily caring anymore kind of like ellie of like just like yeah like being a little bit more ruthless yeah and and some of the dialogue that just says like that's not who you are like don't go down this path makes me wonder if if there's a kind of a morality system yeah. where we get like two different endings where you know maybe there's a pacifist run or if there's a a run where it kind of just punishes you there for is. for kind of yeah, just killing like, everything yeah. that it's, you it's, see inside. It's interesting
0: because the uh, the first game has a little bit of that where after yeah. she kills some people, like she will tell Hugo, like the, there's contextual dialogue and she'll be yeah. like, We we had to do it, you know, yeah. like she, let's 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 move on.
3: But then she also has like a sense of remorse. Here it's kind of yes. like she's obviously kind of past that stage, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't affect her
1: as much as it did. She's almost she wanted to, like, she's angry, she's like, yeah you deserve it. Yeah, She's making
0: weapons of murder. You don't make crossbows. Which oddly, I
1: mean, which oddly enough, you
3: know, the the first game was kind of compared to The Last of Us. And then here you kind of see, you know, in in part two, Ellie was totally focused on vengeance and revenge. And she went down that dark path. Wonder if we see that same kind of
0: progression with uh, Amicia. (laughs) I'm going to dash in here with a hot take really quick. Why is it? Yeah. Why is Amicia a more interesting character than Aloy in in an eight hour campaign more than what Aloy has in eighty hours of gameplay between mm. the first two games? I just I'm just like oh man she she and Hugo are just to me so much more it's, interesting. It, it's a more
3: personal story. Yeah, right? I don't it, know, it,
0: man. Horizon for, Horizon's pretty personal. It kind of is but her vulnerability. The, yeah. It,
3: it kind of is but horizon obviously has kind of like a bigger scope where she has to kind of like save the, the world here yeah. it's you know especially in the first game it's just her wanting to protect her brother it's kind yeah. of the same reason why you empathize with joel for all the stupid decisions he makes in mm-hmm. part one um
0: jeremy don't explain yeah. well, aloy not having a great personality or not having the, much of a personality
1: it's the human aspect too, where like Aloy, even though she is human, uh, she's taking down these massive, you know, dinosaur robots uh, and she's kind of a total <laughs> badass. Or this is just like, for all intents and purposes, a little girl and a little boy going out and, and very fearfully but bravely taking out these grown men and guys in, you know, armor that outweigh her by a hundred pounds, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a little bit of a very human. dumb
0: comparison, but you, you got two protagonists that have ranged weapons. Yeah. And you know, uh, over the shoulder sort of camera and I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to make that comparison.
1: We're survivors, yeah. but also you're also going to get the last, the, the, la-
0: blood. the last of us comparisons as well. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I lost my place. All right. Forza Motorsport reboot. It's just called for- Forza Motorsport. That's coming in 2023. That uh, The big things for there, you got real-time ta- real ray tracing on track, right? Because previously we've had that, but like only in replays. So you're yeah. going to have that on track. You got new features such as tire tuning and a fully dynamic time of day. You got mm. improved damage to vehicles from like scratches and dents that you see on certain portions that were damaged. To like of the body of the vehicle to like the wheels themselves. Yep. Um, this showcase right here was absolutely gorgeous, really impressive. I'm probably not gonna awesome. play more than two hours of this game, just being real. <laughs> I don't play racing games, uh, but I can just really appreciate sort of like the mastery of yeah. what was presented here. It looked yeah. incredibly gorgeous. Um, that's so that's all I have to really say on that. I point.
3: like how they just like go after Gran Turismo, <laughs> yes, right off the did. bat. And they were just like, we have real, yeah, like, <laughs> ray tracing, real time weather, and car damage, and those are like the specific environments. Yeah, and those are the specific <sighs> areas that Gran Turismo is kind of like weakened, right? Like they don't have real time yeah. damage, or at least a lot of it, right. and and dynamic weather they just kind of like patch in by on a map by map basis, which mm-hmm. I kind of forget mm. whether grand turismo 7 i think grand turismo 7 has dynamic weather but not to the weather. extent of 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 motorsport right yeah. i don't know
0: i thought well, that, i thought they're pretty comparable there
3: yeah you know what's... but I, the biggest Go on, sorry is, yeah. i took a shot no i was just gonna say the biggest thing is yeah i mean the real time they the ray tracing and obviously from no. the gameplay and not like replay um and then car damage it's a big thing
1: man i was so impressed uh i mean again i'm a huge gran turismo fan i'm a huge forza motorsport fan um i I love them both independently for what they do separately uh but this just blew me out of the water i mean because a lot of the comparisons people made with gran turismo was uh you know forza horizon five and they're like oh it's a different game though you know you can't have that type of fidelity in the graphical and you know stuff of the environments and whatnot and also have that in this type of thing and uh well lo and behold here it is you know and it looks gorgeous uh and the directional yeah. damage i mean they were talking about the ray tracing and like the the engine components and and things like that And it's just it's gorgeous i mean i'm gonna be honest i don't know a ton about cars but i love simulators um i love being able to fine-tune my cars for different for different terrains and and things like that uh and this just uh, i will get a large amount of hours into this game uh, and i cannot wait for it it looks so beautiful uh i can't wait to just sink my teeth into it my kids are gonna love it too they love these types of games
0: awesome dude um all right i think we're gonna be <clears> that's so many like we said that's yeah. so many games and of course we're gonna land on starfield and some of the other bigger ones too mm-hmm. but there's a lot of really uh some really interesting games in between as well. So I'll just sort of like turn it over to you guys. If there's one that you guys want to call out, otherwise I could just keep rattling off the ones that interest me.
1: No, I mean, obviously the big highlight of the show was the Pelican in flight simulator. No, I'm just kidding. That, that <laughs> is awesome. Though. I am actually <laughs> <laughs> really excited.
3: Anytime. Cool. That, I know anytime you just start like playing the halo theme song, it's just like, it's, it's enough to get like yeah. hype. For the most boringest thing, like they yeah. could reveal like a Mountain Dew flavored like Halo whatever, and, and just dealing with that theme song, and you'd be like, "Yeah, Mountain yeah. Dew." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh man, Jerry no, Rain,
0: no. uh do you have any that you want to call out? Otherwise, I got I got a bunch I want to call out. But yeah, you go ahead. I, I mean, you know,
3: we've highlighted some of them here. Like I thought that the Flintlock um looked. Absolutely stunning. Um, even though it's like early the Goddess of War, <laughs> um, and and you know, given that the uh, previous studio um, did a game called Ashen, which is a Souls-like game, mm. it's a game that I've always wanted to kind of play, but is in the like eternal backlog. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the game looked great, and then outside of that. Um, it, the last case of Benedict Fox too was something interesting.
0: Oh, can we park at Flintlock? I want to talk about Flintlock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm. This thing's gonna be five hours long. I'm sorry, oh, Kevin. I know, wait, I know you I have I dinner plans.
1: No, no, no. It's okay. I just want to say I, I thought we meant uh call out some between the point we we're at and the next highlighted point. Uh So yes, I have. I have like one or two I'd like to point out too.
3: There, there is one though. I was surprised that I didn't know if this was previously known. Um, if Overwatch Two was gonna be free to play. I didn't, no, no I that didn't was know that was, was
0: that was a new that was a new announcement. That was a yeah. new announcement. That got that got leaked as well. That was sort of like teased leaked, yeah. uh, but like I saw the leak after the fact, so that was a new announcement for me. Um, yeah, but that that's a pretty big one. Yeah, uh, yeah. can, can yeah. I wanna, Can we talk about Flintlock really? quick? Yeah, absolutely. Again. I that was one I feel like ones. I feel like I'm the weird one because every single person <laughs> I talked to really liked it, and overall, I think the the whole premise of it, the concept of it being sort of like an action adventure souls like. That's, that should be right up my alley, the, the character designs, uh, the world. It seems pretty cool. It feels somewhere between cool and is this generic? Is this low budget? Mm-hmm. It sort of feels that mm-hmm. way. I'm into the combat or what the combat's sort of, I guess, trying to do. But there's something about it that sort of stutters. Like, I, I, It feels like it has like frame rate issues, and it just feels a little janky to me. Um, and I, I just, I've watched the trailer over and over again and it feels like I'm the one that sees that, but maybe I'm wrong. It feels aspects of it feel a little janky and generic to me, but the, the parts that don't look really cool. It is going to be a day one game pass game. It was, uh, it's multi-platform. It was announced in March, um, with a cinematic, but this was like the gameplay reveal. And, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, this is, this is a, daniel dash ass game and i'm gonna be playing the shit out of it as soon as it comes on if it's as as long as like people like the reviews don't come out and they're like this game completely sucks because it's right (laughs) up my alley it's right up my alley but i just have some concerns about yeah some seemingly jank that only i'm seeing but that dodge mid-air for instance super cool Mm. kevin Mm. what are your thoughts player
1: um no i hear you saying you can see a few times where she uh I honestly think that maybe the stutter that you might be referring to is when I, they do like a camera slowdown and it it doesn't seem natural, um, but there may be something like else that you're it seeing. It
0: falls flat for me.
1: Yeah, I don't like the slowdown. It, it, every time I see it, I think that it's a frame rate issue, um, but that's not going to stop me. Like, I mean, it does look good. I got some serious God of War and Forspoken uh, type of vibes from it. Uh, like I can't blood wait to. Too,
0: with the little musket that you shoot. Like yeah,
1: a, maybe I can't wait to get enemies. in there. It, it looks really good and that cute little uh whatever that guy is, little fox baby. I want That guy is pretty capable.
0: He has like magic yeah. powers that like tell like transports you, teleports, like sucks yeah. the souls out of enemies. Does weird <laughs> weird stuff to them. So like I'm very much intrigued by what a lot of this game is showing. Yeah. I just hope that it it plays as fluidly as 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 I would hope it would.
1: Yeah. And I'm assuming, I mean, obviously we don't know where it's at in development right now. It's in the next twelve. Did they announce the release date or just early early twenty? Yeah. They okay okay. to
0: tighten up the graphics up. Yes. Yeah. Tighten up the graphics on level three.
1: Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Level three specifically. (laughs) Um, I don't know if if we're moving on yet or not, but let me move. I did want to call out. Um I don't know. Are we allowed to skip around a little bit? Or you still want to skip around,
0: around, skip around, player.
1: Diablo four. Oh my gosh, I was uh I was out of my seat excited for Diablo 4. I mean I saw that necromancer right away and I was like, man, this is, I'm gonna just imagine this is something else, but I think this is Diablo. Um, and uh no, I'm I'm super excited for Diablo 4. I, I don't know if you guys have any interest in Diablo games, but uh but I very much do. <laughs> and I no, can't wait to play it. I mean, what they showed in terms of
3: like <laughs> I was kind of just expecting them just to do the the class reveal, but when they went and did the, um, the gameplay overview of it, it is such a massive game compared to Diablo three of it being more of a open world experience. And you'll, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like they almost took like what from software did in elden ring where yeah. mm-hmm. you get like a wide variety of like dungeons throughout the open world yeah. and then also like these world bosses um that appear and it just looks it looks like a lot of fun just
1: to yeah hey i could you know uh, your i friend. could hear aims yeah. oh i'm so sorry my audio cut i thought you were done go go ahead
3: no, I was just gonna say it looks like a fun time to play, you know, with, with, with oh, your yeah. friends and just to be in that open world because it looks like it yeah you know,
1: full crossplay and yeah. Yes. Diablo is such a fun game to play with people. Yeah. I could just hear Ains when I saw um, when they talked about the dungeons and when they showed your mount. I could just hear him making the comparison to Breath of the Wild because had a uh, <laughs> yeah, the show
0: today. Yeah, he kept I, he compared every yeah. game to Breath of the Wild. It was yeah. weird how that guy just open
1: world mount dungeons. They just they took so much inspiration from Breath of the Wild. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but seriously, uh, seeing seeing it make this transition into an open world and having a mount and talking about the amount of dungeons. uh yeah. that's all very. Exciting exciting for me and because then, i love diablo games yeah and then the part that they mentioned that they have like bigger like
3: dungeons that transform into towns Ooh, or or yeah. other like types of areas once he's kind of like cleared it of of enemies but i think also too like admittedly you know i haven't played diablo 2 um i've only played three but, like, this looks way darker in terms of, like, yeah. the gore and everything. Yeah. Like, there's, like, pools of blood.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> Diablo 3 had a little bit toned down. There was blood, yeah. but it was, like, not, yeah. like, you know, I mean, obviously I wouldn't let my kids play it. But, but yeah, it, Diablo 2 was good. It, it, yeah. just, they feel different because they went with a little more of a modern approach for Diablo right. 3. Um, but Diablo 4 definitely looks like the next level of Diablo 3. Sort I mean, of graphically... That, that,
3: Graphically, it looks stunning. It really does. Yeah, art design, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big Diablo guy. I played a little bit of one and two, like, back in the days. And it just, like, wasn't necessarily, like, my cup of tea then. Yeah. But – I'm ready, like I'm ready to dive into a game like this with yeah. you guys. I'm ready to go all in on it, especially a game that it, it's a full price game. It's not like no Diablo Immortal business where yeah. like you have to sort of like either grind
1: it out super hard mm-hmm. or, or or
0: or buy like pay pay to win basically
1: or whatever. Yeah. Well, and you know. Oh, I'm, so no, sorry. I'm, re- I'm just
0: really glad that everything is just, uh, the, 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 sorry, the paid content is limited to cosmetic stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes. When yeah. I was going to say, you know, Diablo one and two, just in terms of like raw gameplay, uh, they were completely different games. You know, it's like, this is more three and and looking at four. They're a lot more action oriented as opposed to like that point and click that one and two were. Um, so I think honestly, you probably have a little more fun with this if, if you weren't. Into I think that.
0: so too. Look at that Breath of the Wild moment in the mm. open world. Yeah, right There's there. a yes, concept like, where you could, like, uh, if you, if you, if you become really good, you get marked as a champion on the map, and like people, yes, are like going after you like a loop, and yada. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll never have that to worry about so that happening.
2: Great.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's never gonna happen to me. I don't have to worry about having a target on my back. But yeah, th- <laughs> this game was absolutely stunning. I thought this was a really great. Uh, this was a really great uh presentation of it. I'm really excited yeah. for it. Looks like it's I guess we're expecting it in the next 12 months. It's gonna be a 2023 title. But um yeah. guys, I, I think this is a day one, y'all. I yeah, think So I think so, I think so yeah, too.
1: Pay for this day we'll, one. Full we'll crossplay too.
0: And by day mm-hmm. one, I mean us buying it day one rather. It's not gonna be yeah. on Game Pass, So yeah. <laughs> It's not gonna be a game pass day
1: one. <laughs> oh, I didn't and, know that. And then it that has, was, cr- that was my it joke. it has
0: cross play as well. So we could play, uh we could totally play with uh You know, friends on other consoles.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on PC.
0: And on PC.
3: That'd be great. Especially like this. This little open world, like, like boss battle.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Jeremy, do you want to call it a game? He's hitting you with his loot. I can't wait. You know know what I would thought would be interesting is if they played, if they created a Witcher game, kind of like in the same vein as uh, Diablo. Yeah. Um, You know, eh, we're going to, I'll, I'll leave it for later because obviously it's one of the bigger announcements. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't so call I'm not going to I'm not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> um I thought, you know, it, it it doesn't like tickle everyone's fancy, but Pentiment was mm, at mm. least interesting in terms of it being kind of like a murder mystery game and obviously it's a smaller team from Obsidian doing it. And I think what caught my eye Was just kind of like the art style of of it, because you don't really see a lot of games that take that that kind of like art style of like that. um, I forget what they called it. It was like a manuscript, paper,
0: like something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to look
1: like what was it, seventeenth century, sixteenth century? Yeah, like art, medieval, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. And
3: low-key, somewhat curious, uh, because I know Naraka, uh, Blade Point, was a popular, like, Battle Royale, and that getting a single-player component,
1: is that just yeah. a tutorial, yeah. or is it an actual, fully fleshed out, like, campaign? play the single player campaign now it's just a 30 minute tutorial it's, it's just there to like train you for the actual <laughs> yeah. like battle royale yeah. yeah
0: i don't know i don't know yeah. i uh i was sleeping at the wheel on that one i <laughs> yeah. and I, and I didn't go back i saw it i'm like oh cool this like a uh, mega multi arena yeah g- game from like south korea or something like that tuned out yeah
1: yeah well and it would have been cool but the second i heard uh, that it was a uh, battle royale I, I was like nah i'm done i, I don't i don't really play those.
0: Yeah, I was like no hunters, battle arena. Yeah. That's that. Those are the vibes I got from it. I want to call it a game, and it's called the last, the last case or the lost case. The last case of Benedict mm-hmm. Fox. It's like this uh, Metroidvania, Lovecraftian uh, sort of mm-hmm. game, and uh, I absolutely uh, yeah, it's it. I absolutely love uh, just how it looks as well as how it plays. You're sort of yeah traversing these like very sort of like gothic environments yeah. yeah uh you have the ability to like melee and the melee looks like right you're like slashing the guy's like intestines out uh it didn't show any intestines i'm imagining that so you got that <laughs> you got some sort of like ranged weapon like pistol as well as these like the darkness like tentacles that come out of you yes. You're possessed by some sort of demon and you use that to help you like traverse certain areas as well as in combat uh so I just absolutely love the vibe of this game. Kind of and, like uh, a and
3: supernatural Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So this cool. was, this wasn't this was a really nice surprise as well. Another game that I want to quickly call out is Erebon Shadow Legacy. It's sort of like yeah. a stealth action game you're you play as someone who embraces the shadows and you essentially go out and ambush a bunch of like robots and stuff like that um this game looked really fun Um,
3: tenchu style Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah i'm I'm really
3: good really good yeah i was kind of like thinking initially since uh the art style is kind of like shaded, i was thinking of like maybe it was the next game from the origami team um Mm. that oh yeah also kind of like a tenchu like game uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Like the way that you also kind of traverse the um, Shadows, environment yeah. as a literal shadow,
1: yeah. kind of yeah. just
3: further kind of leads to that whole kind of. Uh... Actually, you know what? It also kind of gives me uh, some vibes of like uh, Prince of Persia, the uh... oh yeah,
0: oh the the two thousand eight one, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: like yeah. the cel
0: shaded one. I mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, cool. One more that I want to call out is Cocoon. It's from. Jeppe. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Jeppe. <laughs> Jeppe <J-pay. J-pay> Carlson. <laughs> how do you pronounce J-pay. Uh Jeppe Carlson. J- Jeep. We're gonna call him Jeep. Jeppy. Jeppy Carlson. I call oh Jeppy, I don't this guy's name. I didn't prepare. Just for uh it. just, just, just say
1: from the developer of the
0: excited. Oh my he's god. He's a lead gameplay designer. J-pay. Carlson. <laughs> Yeah, the renowned uh, developer, Jeppe Carlson, uh, lead gameplay designer of Inside and Limbo, uh, comes this sort of like sci-fi puzzle game where you play as like some sort of, what are you, a moth or something like that, some sort of insect, and you're like using these spheres to like solve puzzles and like open up new paths and and teleport and all sorts of things. looks like different spheres or different colors or different nodes have uh, different abilities um and just the art style is absolutely beautiful uh it's it's awesome when you get a studio that people sort of like split apart from like it sucks Mm. in that way where you're like oh that was like the the a team and but then you're getting like games like somerville right which is wasn't in it was like shown as like part of the sizzle reel i think yeah it gives like summer uh, somerville you got um this one and i believe Playdead, is it Playdead that is a studio? Like, they're probably working on a game as well, too. So, anyways, um, lots of talent here. This looks very intriguing. Really into it.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Also agreed.
0: <laughs> okay, we got a couple more before we get to Starfield. Uh, Long Fil- Fallen Dynasty. Yeah.
1: All
0: right, so this is from Team Ninja, and it's led by the producer... Of Bloodborne, as well as a producer of yeah, Neo, so when when Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy was like rumored early on, I was really excited. I'm like, oh my god, oh my Final god. Fantasy with the Neo team doing a Souls-like game, injected into my veins. But then I found yes. out that that Team Ninja was the Team Ninja and the, the Koei Tecmo that was working on the Decidia games, which were eh, like you know, <laughs> whatever, right? They are what they are. They they got no. their fans. I don't I, I don't really you know. I'm not that interested in them and stranger paradise is what it is i mean kevin it you and you, you enjoyed it to some degree but it was not like it was not the neo team
1: this yes. looks like
0: what the neo team is, has been up to and it looks absolutely mm-hmm. glorious so yep. can we start with a question and then um we'll keep talking
1: about it yeah oh is that is that is that me? <laughs> I'm doing this. Oh my bad!
0: Oh, you didn't get my you didn't get, you didn't get me. You're green, Kevin. I, you didn't my bad. My I forgot.
1: To... Wolf and Soul, <laughs> we love you. Thank you. Uh, Wolf and Soul says thoughts on Wo Long. Uh, I've put out some info on my TL, but the essential to know is ex Bloodborne producer Team Ninja of Neo Fame are making it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is just like. Uh, it's set in a dynasty warriors universe and it's a soul like. So thoughts so far from what I've seen in this trailer and from, you know, things that dash has said, for instance, uh, it looks phenomenal. I'm sure it's going to play phenomenally as well. Um, actually, do we see any gameplay here or is it just CG?
0: I think it's just a cinematic.
1: Okay. But I mean, regardless if it plays like Neo and plays like bloodborne or whatnot, uh, or even if it's a spin of the two, uh, it's going to be great. Let fantastic.
0: me, let me read, let me read this from Sal Romano over at Kimatsu. Give it uh, to me. And uh, it'll give us a little bit of context here. He writes, yeah, yeah. I'm going to butcher more names. Exactly. I just, I guys, I am just like, not on my game. <laughs> All right. From M- Mazaki Yamigawa, uh, the producer of Bloodborne and Fumiko Yasuda, the producer of Neo, Wolong Fallen Dynasty falls a dramatic action-packed story of a nameless militia soldier Fighting for for survival in a dark fantasy version of the later Han dynasty where the demons plague the three kingdoms. Mm. Players fight off deadly creatures and enemy soldiers using swordplay based on the Chinese martial arts, attempting to overcome the odds by awakening the true power from within. Key features. You got demons in the kingdom, a dark fantasy set during the chaotic three kingdoms period. Their narrative vividly tells the tale of a militia soldier's strenuous fight for survival during a later dawn. Han Dynasty infested with demons. Its madness in the Three Kingdoms like never before. I feel like I'm repeating Mm. myself here a little bit, but let's (laughs) keep going. Awaken the power. I am totally repeating myself. I'm gonna skip that bullet point. No, you know what? This one, this this, this bullet point, this, this, this this bullet point actually has some more information here. Defeat deadly enemies to boost morale and awaken the power from within. The power of friendship. It's the power of friendship. Overcome (laughs) adversity through unique new strategies, including battle styles based on the five phases that's kind of that's cool live by the sword renowned for ruthless strikes that can change the tide of battle in an instant sword practitioners of the chinese martial arts gracefully change pace as they shift between offensive and defensive maneuvers overwhelm opponents with a flurry of force in a series of intense and bloody battles while learning the precision and skill necessary to become a true master of the sword um all that sounds absolutely amazing Yes. I have not played much of the Neo games. They are on my list, but that's this is sort of what we're waiting for. We we got there's a lot of Souls like developers out there right now, but obviously you yeah. got the crown jewel and from software and what they're doing. But then there's always been, I feel like the, the Neo developers as well, where some people even consider them their favorite souls, like games. Uh, and they, I I don't know if you want to call them a close second, but they're right there up there in the conversation with them, um, as well. So this is sort of what I was sort of waiting for. What's next for them. It looks like it's this and it's looking like it's in the next 12 months. Um, and that's absolutely exciting. I think it's a multi-platform game. It is a multi-platform game. And, uh, it's gonna be coming day one to Game Pass, I believe, as mm, well, right? Is mm, that mm. correct? Let me, see. Let me see. Let me
1: see. Oh, I don't know. Finish there the trailer. Let's see. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I, I think it is. Give me, give me a second as I try I to. I think fat you're fat right. Fat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, one thing is, is that that producer from Bloodborne, he is part of the the, the team, the J- Sony Japan Studio, actually. So not from from software, from Japan Studio that led that left. Uh, that left to go find greener pastures after Japan mm. Studio sort of essentially folded and sort of reformed into uh, a Sobe Studio. So, wow. yeah, they lost they lost you know uh, you know from software esque talents, souls like type type of talents, as well as the you know Silent Hill talents. So, big mm-hmm. losses on PlayStation side. But it seems like this role is like perfect for this yeah.
1: producer here. That's awesome. What a good place to land,
0: Jeremy Rain? Any thoughts?
3: based off of the neo games alone uh i'm excited for what this is um you know a lot of games have tried to be successful and have tried to implement their own like take on the souls like Mm -hmm. genre and no one has really come close to from software than team ninja and of course you know, in terms of difficulty, it's up there with the From Software games. They take a little bit of a different approach in that um, it, it's a little bit like Diablo in that it's a little bit more uh, loot heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas you know, in in Dark Souls and the From Software games, you have like distinct like armor sets. Here, you know, it is kind of like um, it. Diablo in that you can get, like, different tiers of gear, different stats, things like that, um, and also build variety. Um, So, I think this is kind of, like, considered to be a spiritual, like, successor to Neo. Neo. Obviously, Neo is based off of, like, uh, loosely based off of uh, Japanese history, this one Mm. being Chinese. And in there, I think you can kind of already see kind of, like, the gameplay systems that they're going to implement here uh in that game they have high stance low stance uh various stances um depending on which weapon uh that you're you're wielding so yeah i'm really excited to see where they kind of like take this one uh just based
1: off that pedigree alone yeah no they're gonna kill it it's gonna be a great game yeah
0: well said, souls like stud. That's why you're the souls like stud. Look at all that information, <laughs> Jeremy.
1: I know where you want to go next. You want to go to Jordan's favorite upcoming game. Oh. Jordan, you mean Jordan Senpai? So, yes. <laughs> and you know what? I saw. I saw his eyes
0: light up when the persona announcement came he's like finally finally a game made for me on my home platform so jordan all week has been clowning me for playing persona 5 (laughs) yet when this persona trailer hit this dude was like jumping up in the seats like yeah yeah he was super stoked so uh this was a huge announcement as well you know fans have been asking for persona 5 royal to hit xbox for a while the The loudest
1: ambassador specifically jordan yes
0: Yes. The ambassador with the ass of Thor. Uh, said that. And <laughs> so not only did we get persona five Royal, but we're also getting persona three portable. We're getting persona four golden and with persona five Royal being that's the first the one thing I've ever heard. this year. You're the one that came up with that, Kevin. Uh, so we're going to get Persona 5 Royal in 2022. That's exciting. I believe they're all coming to Game Pass, uh, but we found out afterwards that they're also going to be coming to Steam and PlayStation as well. It's wow. To me, it's such an odd exclusion to for, for them to not hit Switch because these <laughs> games are absolutely perfect for Switch. Man for it. Especially yeah. given that the
3: Switch has Persona 5 Strikers. Yeah. That's so it's weird. like no Persona for you.
0: I, I really, okay. I really, really don't get it. I don't know what sort of yeah. like curse they landed on in order for that to happen, but extremely <laughs> exciting. So this was a whole series of what, where like Phil Spencer was up on stage uh, talking about these things. So it started with the Wolong F- fallen Dynasty, yeah. which was, you know, Neo developers, Neo games, exclusive to PlayStation. Now we're getting that talent on Xbox persona, exclusive to PlayStation. Now coming to Xbox. And finally the goat himself, the reason we had to resurrect Jeremy <laughs> Hideo Kojima coming up on uh, on screen to essentially confirm a pretty long-standing rumor that started yeah. with uh, Jeff Grubb leaking this information, that he is working with Xbox on a new game. So I want to quote, I got, I, I I jotted down everything he said in the video. So I'm going to read from Hideo Kojima himself. He says, this is a game that I've always wanted to make. It's a completely new game, one that no one has ever experienced or seen before. I've waited very long for the day I can finally start to create it with Microsoft's cutting edge cloud technology and the change in the industry's trend. It has now become possible to challenge myself to make this never before seen concept. It may take some time, but I'm looking forward to teaming up with Xbox game studios and to bring you some exciting news in the future. Uh, and quote from the the legend himself. So yes. That all sounds really exciting. Not a whole lot yeah. to go off of. We've known that he, he has two games in production. Death Stranding 2 is uh, is one that has been sort of like rumored and like jokingly yeah, yeah, confirmed yeah. by Kojima in, in a sense, maybe. Uh, and then this one, which could be the smaller like experimental cloud game that we've also been hearing about as well. We yeah. don't know if this is the overdose game that was sort of like leaked or the horror game. So we, we really don't know for sure or not. Um could be it could be the overdose game who knows the horror game but kojima had said stuff before in terms of i believe this was at the last summer game fest i think it was where he was talking to to keely about like the state of the world and finding new ways to connect with each other and stuff like that so i really wonder if this is like some sort of I don't know, man. I don't know how to how to describe this. Some sort of like shared horror experience that he's gonna put us all through, wow. or something like that.
1: Kind of like what he was going for with like PT and then yeah. Death Stranding, where it sort of he wanted to like share the world in a weird way, you know, with other people. But yeah. I want to know what he means when he says because he kept mentioning cloud technology. Like, I want to know what what are you doing with that? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw an idea out
3: there because everyone okay. is crazy about the multiverse. What oh, yeah. if, if you know? To a certain extent, Dark Souls kind of does this, right? Or any other game, really. You're you have your own instance of the environment, mm-hmm. and the little things that you do in that environment affects like other people's Ooh. like environments that would be amazing. in a multiverse-y way. Like
1: yeah.
3: what happens if you like uh, like like
1: move a rock or something like that, and yeah. it translates. That would be to so that.
0: trippy. Well, yeah. and because
1: it's it almost seems like that's sort of building on what was happening in Death Stranding. Like you have other people's creations coming into your world um but not regularly like they would you would have certain things that would come in and stay but then it would like you know mix it up and and they would change out um that would be really cool to have other people sort of affect you in a positive way hopefully
3: Uh (laughs) kind of kind of expanded version of what he was trying to do with death stranding but yeah horror. He's I'm gonna keep listening. throwing
0: out buzzwords, buzzwords as well, and stuff if I can, please. Like yeah, yeah. using the cloud, I don't know, for some procedurally generated like uh, areas or items mm-hmm. that you can sort of interact with and like bring those into other people's worlds and stuff like that. Like he's very much interested in that. Like obviously, as you were just yeah. saying, like that with Death Stranding, you making an impact on everyone else. Yeah. Um, and it, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, a horror game, but I feel like that's sort of what the the, the, the the hints have been at but like yeah that that sounds what you did the concept you just described right now jeremy sounds extremely exciting kevin i think you were trying to say something brother
1: yeah i honestly the more you guys talk the more i get these weird thoughts in my head and i was just thinking about how how cool would it be if there was some sort of an invasion mechanic where you are the thing you're like a ghost ghost. in their world coming Mm. to get him Uh, obviously this is making crap up out of absolutely nothing but uh Anyway, uh, I don't know. He's never really done like an invasion mechanic in his games, has he? So maybe there's something there. He kind of did in um, Metal Gear Phantom that's, Pain. That's in right. Terms with the of, bases. Like, the base. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Expand on that. with The power of the cloud. Yes. So
0: we never. God, I'm try... I am I, I didn't. Uh... I, I pulled up like this article because I was going to talk about the overdose leaks but yeah. it's like this giant article a- right now. I'm not going to read the oh, entire geez. thing, so I, I need to like sort of process ah, it a little bit more because I didn't realize yeah. there was that much content about it. But there's some like leaks wow. about it that that yeah that it's it's a pretty interesting article. I'm gonna have and to they came after those away. people
1: too. Came after those guys and asked them to take it down.
0: They did, and they're like, "No, we refused." So yeah. that that makes you wonder. That makes you wonder what how, that you know there must be something valid there.
1: Um, yeah, that, that
0: actually did leak. Uh, all right. So that's exciting. I I feel like we could talk about this stuff way more, but we gotta keep oh, moving yeah. on to keep the show flowing. Finally, they landed with a big exclamation mark, which was Starfield. My question to you guys is: Is this Skyrim in space? Did you get that vibe? Kevin? It's
1: Fallout in space. It is. Fallout I got in that space. vibe.
0: I got that vibe.
1: It's it, honestly, and I don't want to be the jerk, but I I kind of agree with a lot of stuff that everybody's saying online. You know, Jordan and I were sitting there like this is no man's sky but bigger and better well not bigger but but like better it's like the AAA no man's sky like you're mining with a little laser thingy which like whatever i, I get that there's just like concepts in there but i liked it overall i mean i thought the graphics looked really can good you, obviously it's still huh can you, well while you're talking
0: about no man's sky i was gonna say you want to transition to that question really quick
1: yeah yeah let's do that um Matthew Kennedy says so many No Man's Sky comparisons uh, to Starfield on the internet. I own No Man's Sky, but have yet to actually play it. However, I'm stoked to play Starfield. Uh, Have I been sitting on an epic space opera with No Man's Sky? What do you think about all these comparisons? Um, Do you want me to wait on, on the second question and just answer this one? Oh
0: yeah. Just, just this first question for now. Yeah. So
1: uh, yes and no. I mean, admittedly I've only played a little bit of No Man's Sky um both when it first launched it was a total letdown and now that it's gotten a lot better and it is really enjoyable uh it's definitely not an epic space opera but it is worth playing if you like base building and mining and uh trading and you can play with people and you can explore it is definitely worth it it's gotten so much better uh but it's not what starfield is going to be you know starfield is going to be missions and an actual point to playing uh outside of just exploration and having fun
3: yeah, and I think they recently added a a rogue like mechanic oh, or uh, mode to uh, No Man's Sky, Let's uh, change it up a bit.
0: I'm behind oh, on cool. the time. I, didn't, I didn't know about that either. <laughs> uh, my my whole thought is just just what what we've seen from Starfield and what I know of No Man's Sky is no on I, from a surface level those comparisons are easy to make. IGN yeah, did a whole video yeah. like almost instantly where they showed a lot of the mechanics were and like animation, not necessarily like specifications, yeah. but like uh, actions in the games were very similar from like mining and exploring and you know all that stuff, yeah. right? The the dog fighting and etc. Uh at a surface level, yes, there are a lot of similarities. Uh, yeah. I I'm pretty sure starfield has been well in development before no man's sky was even announced right i Mm -hmm. I think some of those things are coincidence i'm sure some inspiration was lifted from it but that's that's sort of i think where those comparisons sort of stop is at a surface level is that no man's sky is that sort of like survival exploration game yeah there are infinite possibilities go mine go loot go go grind it's all that stuff whereas starfield is seemingly a full-blown legitimate role-playing game Yeah. you got way yes. more of those rpg and story elements that you're gonna get there
1: Yeah, with factions and, and different And you'd hope, you would hope you'd hope
0: that so many other aspects of it would be more fleshed out as well like i don't yeah. know how like the looting and and mining system works in no man's sky i feel like that's probably more of a focal point there but i feel like in terms of uh maybe the inventory management and combat and mm-hmm. customizations i feel like starfield should have by far, m- much more depth there. Obviously, you would hope yes. so, right? What being a, a AAA budget. Um, I so- really
1: hope so, because No Man's Sky's inventory management has has never been my favorite. Uh, you you have a certain amount you can carry on you. You have a certain amount you can expand on your ship. And then you have a certain amount, if you have a freighter up in, in orbit, that you can store up there. Uh, well, actually, I don't think the freighters really have a limit. But, but yeah, I don't like that. I don't want three different places I can hold stuff. I want one unified inventory. Yeah, you know? but, but to answer
0: Matthew's question like directly, yes, the comparisons are going going to be there. There are going to be similarities. There are going to... We do that all the time and when we saw Plague oh, yeah. Tale, we're like, oh, you know, Last of Us similarity yeah. and all that, right? Yeah. Very, yeah. very different vibes, very different types of games, uh, even though there's some similarities there. Uh, but no, I don't think No Man's Sky is this like hidden gem space opera, you know, masterpiece from from that yeah. angle. Is it... Yeah. Is it uh, a a fun ex- exploration, you know, sci-fi game and all that. Yeah, but a, a yeah. this epic space opera, I don't think it's that.
1: Yeah, so. well, you know, it's really for people like my buddy who who absolutely adores the game. He loves the base building aspects. He loves building freighter and a fleet. He loves doing all that type of stuff. I'm not so into that. You know, I don't yeah. I don't want to have to. I mean, obviously, we have got base building in this game, but <laughs> but yeah, I don't like, there have there to. is
0: there is some of that in Starfield <laughs> as well too. But like, it's not. It's not it doesn't seem like it's part yes. of the game.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to have to do all the maintenance and, and all that. So yeah. i hire some people to do it.
0: <laughs> Jamie, what are your thoughts, man? In terms of like the... Starfield. Oh, just Starfield in general. Starfield in general. Um,
3: I, I think, you know, the unveiling that they did... Uh, it, well, a couple things. Like one thing I immediately kind of like saw was that or heard um, as soon as they kind of transitioned to the gameplay... Uh, was the the sound. Like mm. the sound of the guns uh, are so much better than anything that they've done. It's almost kind of like almost battlefield uh, yeah. tier in terms of like the work that they've put on there. Um, and, it, you know, we talked, we kind of talked um, about this with uh, Hassan and, and Jordan um, about like <laughs> the, the, xp counter kind of being a little (laughs) bit distracting every time you you like kill a an enemy of it just being in the middle and it's plus five and hopefully you know they either give you the option to change the placement of that or remove it um just because in, in this type of game, especially, you know, the, the way that they kind of, like, position it, right? Like, you kind of having your own story, you know, which faction mm-hmm. you're going to go, your exploration. That just kind of takes you out of the immersion. Just seeing something so artificial as, like, plus 5 um, yeah. XP. But what they've shown, uh, you know, so far has been great. Like, the environments, like, the way yeah. that the, the lighting and everything works the only thing that and and you know they have a they they have some time to kind of uh, optimize this a bit the only th- thing that i would say that i saw that was still kind of rough is the character models in conversation and i say that because i feel like forbidden west kind of spoiled me
2: yes in terms <laughs> yeah, yeah. of
3: an open world and, and open world conversations and the, the amount of work that they put in kind of like the way that the characters are animated, the way they express themselves as yeah. they're talking, I feel like kind of set the bar in terms of like animation in an open world game. And then in here, it's still kind of uncanny, and a little bit more robotic. Um, you can mm-hmm. kind of tell that they're, uh, you can easily kind of tell like they're very, you know, uh, instead of like mocap, they seem more yeah. kind of like hand animated, Um, and it, to a certain extent, they still kind of look a little bit like dolls, just because of the lighting and everything, yeah. kind of looking a little bit more plastic. Well,
0: dead-eyed, um, dead-eyed ass. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And, you, and and what? that's not
3: to say, you know, that you know, it, it, it obviously looks better than you know what they've done before it just looks like it, it's an obvious improvement over yeah. fallout um oh, yeah. but you know there is still some some things there that could use some touching up uh, especially yeah. if you're gonna spend a good part of this game kind of like talking to people um that just becomes glaringly obvious yeah. and that takes you kind of out of the immersion just like the 5xp for,
0: for sure for sure I, absolutely it, it feels like that aspect of it feels like a bethesda ass bethesda game right there yeah, yeah. Uh, and i look at that and i'm like i just played the forgotten city recently which was sort of derived from a mm, you know right. skyrim mod and i'm like this looks like the forgotten city sort of things so yeah, okay. I, I was sort of mesmerized by everything they were showing and then as soon as i got that sort of a uh, pov shot of of of, of the uh, npc socket i'm like oh man this feels <laughs> yeah. this doesn't feel like the next the next yeah. uh, step in gaming or whatever, like the next, yeah. uh, but up to that point though, and just overall, I want to talk about all the things that I am excited about. Overall, I'm very excited for, yeah, for yeah, Starfield. Yeah. uh, I could easily see this game being the next game that sort of takes over the internet oh, yeah. where everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about, uh, the the planets that they've explored, how they're building their bases, right. how they're managing their ships, who's doing what, you know, just just the things that they they come across, where the story goes, I I could see, I could see this game being absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah. Uh, the it's environments,
0: funny. as you said, look really great. The art direction looks really great. Uh, the textures look good. The weapons absolutely- look really really cool. Yeah. Like yeah, the UI. The UI outside of the the five XB thing covering the screen, the UI is absolutely yes, yes. clean. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a lot. It seems like there's a lot of enemy variety, enemy type variety. Uh, a lot of those things are really cool. There are some things yeah. Yeah. that are jank, and you could see why they the game was delayed now. And one thing that I am I'm actually I, I could. I could give a developer props for is like showing something off because they know people are going to be expecting it they're expecting gameplay knowing yeah. probably damn well that this is not you know it's pre-alpha probably or, or mm-hmm. something where it's not in great enough shape to be showtime ready the frame rates jeremy as you mentioned were really rough i think some of the enemy ai was really rough there's a couple yeah. instances where you're just shooting an enemy and they're just they there <laughs> they're like hold on yeah. one second Please i'm fixing it. this thing <laughs> yeah stop uh there's really like I mean, I hate, I'm not trying to compare this to like an FPS like Call of Duty yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, but even Killzone 2, right? Like, where Killzone you shoot yeah. people, they like react to it. Like, there's like literally no reaction whatsoever to. Yeah to people uh to enemies when you shoot them besides one of them where you hit like a jetpack and it's like it activates flies
1: off yeah
0: activate fly off animation now you know uh so some of those (sighs) things feel really jank it's like people were talking about how good the weapons look and and feel and sound or whatever and i almost feel like there's like a frame skip every single time like it it shoots to the point that they get hit so there's some real roughness when it comes to combat yeah that i that i hope gets worked out i think they'll hopefully have enough time to to do that but like i think it's okay to be excited about this but yet and and maybe cautiously optimistic but like also a little concerned that some of these things need to get fixed They're, they do have a recent history with the fall mm. 76 fallout 4 just works. Uh, elder scrolls like they have they have some recent sort of uh reputation with that stuff that they need to come come correct this time and, yeah. and not have a big jank here's the thing a really good game even if it has a little bit of jank we could overlook some of those things oh, right? yeah. uh Elden ring isn't the most beautiful looking game, and some aspects of it yeah. were a little janky at launch. Amazing, masterful game, no problem. Mm. Horizon, you know, launch with some uh, Horizon Forbidden West launch with some technical problems. Some of that stuff's for- forgiven, but when the game just like feels fundamentally broken, no, uh, that's that's no. that's something that needs to be resolved before the game's launched. Um, I'm really stoked for this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 quickly jump into while we're talking about combat. Let's jump into that second question, Kevin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. DPS dad plays stuff asks, are there melee weapons? I don't recall seeing any so far. Uh, And I'll be honest, if I can't tie a space rope to a space brick and take on a space whale, I'll be upset. Uh, (laughs) I share those sentiments. I definitely enjoy taking out space whales in space with a space brick on a space rope. And if I don't see that, I will also be very upset.
0: You know, they didn't show any melee weapons, but like I remember like Cyberpunk had so many of those like Night City like uh, yeah, docu series things where they yeah. like developer updates and stuff and they had one like a, a whole one dedicated to like melee weapons and stuff like that. I'm sure there's going to be I'm sure there's yeah. going to be probably some sort of melee system, but there's there's so much more to uncover with this game. They'll probably have like whole videos on like combat con- combat customizations, combat approaches. Um you see the quick like sort of like quick select on the weapons mm-hmm. there's a lot of slots for weapons um didn't necessarily see one for like grenades or uh mm-hmm. melee weapons but i'm i'm sure that they have to be there they, they yeah be there.
3: i mean if it's Space anything grenades. like yeah if it's anything like fallout right fallout you mostly see like gun gameplay but it also had melee weapons yeah um, on there yeah. but yeah i mean absolutely the the game yeah, i'm really like a <laughs> good guy just in the fact that, you know, the, the character customization, it seems, you know, there's a lot of variation there in terms of how you build your character. Um, And obviously, you know, the, the, they're, they're hitting all the right notes in terms of what they're talking about. uh, In as far as like exploration goes, I just hope that, you know, a lot of it isn't kind of like a marketing like bullet point of just like, Hey, thousands of planets. Great. But what are we gonna do in yes. these planets? And are these planets like actually do they have like actual like substance in them outside yeah. of them being barren? Cause what point is it saying, like, hey, this planet, you can uh, explore it?
1: And yeah. it's just a bunch Gun. of
3: rocks. Like I'm yep. I'm sure there's gonna be planets like that. Yeah. Obviously, because they all can't be full of life. Yeah. Um and that sort of it's was, was the curious. case
0: with No Man's Sky, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, infinite yeah. number of planets, but like after a while, like the procedurally generated stuff sort of gets like repetitive, right? And yeah, and it's just like you've seen one, you've seen them all yeah. sort of thing uh, where, yeah, a thousand, a thousand planets does not appeal to me whatsoever. That overwhelms me. Yes. I'm hoping that uh, the story obviously isn't going to take you to a thousand planets,
2: but <laughs> I'm hoping
0: yes. that, yeah, you don't have to get lost in the universe and all that. It just seems overwhelming. Some people like, like the whole numbers thing but like yeah. it goes back to remember when dying Light 2 said it's going to take you 500 hours oh, yeah. to like oh my god that's gosh. not the marketing bullet point you think it is
2: no. Um, no but i think
0: they were trying to make a point of the scope is that like this isn't going to be just one solar system or a handful of planets yeah. oh my god this this is a whole freaking universe this yeah uh,
3: you know obviously this would have expanded the game like scope like tenfold but like in terms of like uh using like the cloud and then the processing like power of the cloud, like how cool would it have been for you to like pick a faction and then you basically creating like settlements on all these planets and have it reflect on like the other, like yeah. player bases. Like, like or something. That'd be kind of Yeah. Cool. Like you, you end up like creating a city or something. Yeah. That, um, Oh, and one thing, too, that I thought that was pretty cool, um, kind of looking at the gameplay, uh, was you being able to fully customize your ship and then also
1: hiring the crew in yes. said ship. To,
0: man- to manage your, um, your outpost, that's, outpost that's actually, as well as your ship. Yeah, yes. as well as your ship. Yes. yeah.
1: That's that's where I wanted to go after you guys were done talking. was talking about the ship customizations because um, obviously there's other better games to compare this to, but my first thought goes back to how much fun I had in Kingdom Hearts um yep. customizing the gummy ships. Oh yeah. Uh and the amount of creative designs that people put online and showed you how to kind of do it. Uh I can't imagine the amount of creative designs people are going to put out there from the community uh that are going to be really fun to be like, "Oh man, I want to build that." Uh but also on the flip side, the amount of space sticks that are going to be out there.
0: Oh, all oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I think this game was going to be one of those games when they showed it off. It was going to be impossible to meet everyone's expectations. Yeah, I don't think it has, right? You're getting the No Man's Sky comparisons. Um, you got some, you know, fanboys on one side saying that this is going to be the second coming, right? Yeah. This is going to be the game that obliterates yeah. Elden Ring. And then you got yeah. fans on the other side that talk about how like Mid-Mid and Bug Festa and all that. Oh, so, you know, ignoring those, right? Ignoring those, um, and that sort of discourse, cause that's just been absolutely just boring, boring to listen to. Cause it's the same stuff yeah. over and over again, ignoring that. Do you feel like they lived up to the hype with, with this, this reveal, at least did it exceed your expectations, meet your expectations?
1: I personally, I am blown away. I, I figured if they showed it, um, they would only do it if it was impossible to fail. Uh, because obviously, you can't show off something that everybody's anticipating this much and then have it totally flop. Um, they don't want the uh Diablo Immortal announcement. Uh, and so I figured if they're showing Starfield, it may not be 100% ready, but it's ready enough to show off and and win. Um, yeah, I was totally blown away, it, it exceeded my expectations as far as like graphically because you know we're used to Fallout and Skyrim um just never having like even at the time when they launched the best graphics out there um you know they've never been known for having the best graphical games uh but this game looks beautiful what about and you and sound wise yeah
2: they've beautiful. met
1: they they've met my
3: expectations and then some um you know it it i, I think when i was thinking about what a starfield would be um I certainly didn't even think about like fully customizing like your ship yeah through um i i knew that you know they were probably going to expand on what they did with fallout in terms of like the settlements idea here it's the outposts, um and then you know to a certain extent i thought that they would probably expand on the fallout for combat uh but seeing it here um is is actually kind of like a a plus because i you know to a certain extent, I feel like uh, a combat system in Bethesda games kind of suck. Yeah. Like, (laughs) to be honest, like, right.
0: And and Um, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's one of the things that I I makes me not drawn to them as much. Cause if you're going to have a game with guns and swords and stuff like that, like be good.
1: Yeah. There's gonna be combat.
0: Be good. Be good. And uh, they saw them proving that here. I'm not, I know you're not necessarily coming here for the combat only, but. I don't Um, want to wrap up this whole the whole showcase because impressions because we've been talking about it for a minute and let's end off with um, some final thoughts Uh, some things to consider as you're giving your final thoughts guys are there were there maybe games you were expecting just briefly and uh, things that surprised you and then uh, what score what letter grade you give it so let's see I will start with you Jeremy. Um all right, so I I
3: think you know, when we talked about it in the uh, in the beginning of the podcast of you know the there was kind of like for this, for me, there was two sides of it. There was the rational side that saw a wide variety of games being displayed and that they were all going to be available within the year and for the also for the most part, uh, a lot of them were going to be available in game pass um mm-hmm. as a game pass subscriber it's good to know that the content is coming and it'll oh, yeah. continually um you know you'll have titles continually released month by month uh just to kind of make that subscription worth it yeah absolutely the irrational side of me like would have loved to see a lot more of xbox studios's like own first party games yep. um because they, you know, for for a while now, we've always been saying, okay, this year is when we're, we're going to see kind of like the fruits of, of all their labor, right. all the acquisitions that they've done. And I feel like we've said that for the past couple of years. Yeah. And it still kind of hasn't materialized here. That being said, when they finally do kick it into gear, it's going to be a good time to be a... Xbox gamer, um, Mm. just because of all the titles that they have in the pipeline, Um, I was kind of sad, uh, you know, disappointed not to see a lot more of of Hellblade, of of Avowed, and you know some of the other titles that they previously have announced. Um, Also, in terms of like, yeah, you know, kind of all the other things that we've been hearing about uh, of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. A fable, um, and, and you know, feel
0: like Machine Games, who developer of India, Indiana do. Jones, they uh even teased, Oh, you, this is gonna be a good show, you yeah, want to tune in. And when yeah. a developer usually does that, you're like, Oh, you are showing something at the show, yeah. I was a little yeah. disappointed,
1: yeah, but they meant in, in general, yeah, uh, you so you know, supportive, nice person, damn it, yeah,
3: so <laughs> you know, like the, the rational me gives this like an A the irrational part of me gives this like a c and so somewhere it just molds into like a b b minus for me if i had to give it a grade like Mm. we we obviously there's a lot of games a lot of things that we saw um and there's a lot of things to be excited for but from my first party standpoint uh it it was kind of lacking um for me especially given um year to year how disappointing their first party lineup has been mm. specifically for me um, yes. because, you know, they've had, they've released a lot of games, right? Flight simulator, things like that, which is great. It's just, they're not for me.
0: If you don't like planes, you know? trains, and automobiles, <laughs> you've been even you've been having a hard time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you have to deal with the whole halo infinite stuff, uh, which, you know, uh, you still don't have co-op, I think yes I lost
1: track yes i was gonna bring uh, that up yeah kevin yeah yeah, uh, son in the same vein uh i i was also going to mention uh avowd and, and hellblade but uh specifically i i i tried to go into it without expectations for the most part um but i was a little bit hoping to see uh more first party as well i did want to see Elder you know 76. maybe what the what Elder Scrolls 6. No, <laughs> no, obviously, I keep joking about that. But, but really, I, I did go into it expecting to see a little bit m- anything really related to Halo as far as the story expansion, uh, or, um, or co op or, or something like that. I just wanted to kind of see the next steps for Halo. Um, because, you know, why wouldn't you expect that at, at a showcase? I know that it, it just barely came out, but I was expecting it a little bit. That's a um, we didn't, yeah, we didn't hear I was anything about Halo. Yeah, I was hoping to see, even if it was just a, Oh well, I didn't really. Want well, then
0: I, I feel like they're not going to tease. They're they're probably not ready for the campaign, and they're not yeah, going to tease season yeah. three yeah. just as season two yeah. has Stop. launched. No, yeah. and that's the thing.
1: I wasn't expecting anything about multiplayer. I was expecting all story related content. Um, gotcha. you know. But anyway, um, yeah. I mean, things that surprised me. Obviously, Hideo Kojima coming on. Um, I, I, we heard about the partnership. But seeing him, uh, seeing Jeremy be dead for the rest of the show was very yeah. surprising. Uh, but Diablo <laughs> four, Diablo four definitely got me good. Um, I, I didn't expect that at all. Uh, that, that was not on my radar. Watch. Yeah. I mean, Diablo Immortal like just came out, uh, you know, so I didn't think that they would drop content for consoles and PC like anytime soon, really. Cause I figured they'd just be eating good with that mobile content. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably one of the bigger ones for me, um, and again, a smaller titles like Flintlock and, and stuff really kind of took me by surprise. I didn't expect to see content uh, like that. I don't know. I, again, I went with an open mind and zero expectations and I was very pleasantly surprised by the whole show. Um, again, there was only really a handful of titles that I was like, meh. Like, I don't really care about the new Minecraft game uniting the overworld. Like, that doesn't really float my boat. My kids are probably going to love it. Uh, but for me personally, I'm like, man, I don't really care. Um, yeah. But that being said... I was blown away by the content. Uh, obviously the energy in, in the room does play a part in, uh, for me personally, just emotionally. You know, I was excited throughout the whole show. Um, but the showcase specifically, I would want to give it an a or an a minus. Okay.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I think I said a lot of my thoughts early on in the show. So yeah, there were some exclusions for sure. The vow, the Hellblades, I expected some of that. I expected maybe even a new, a new announcement. Um, I was pretty disappointed. By that stuff, to be honest, <laughs> with you. that 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 stuff wasn't there. I'm sorry. I'm just, just straight up, yeah. straight up. Yeah. In the fact that we didn't season, get season yo, yeah, <sighs> exactly. And for what we expect out of a showcase, a showcase is all about megaton moments. In terms not sorry, not all about the things that make showcases S tier and stand out. You know, above the pack. Are the Megatons are the big surprises. Yeah. And I thought this show was very light on all that stuff. The biggest surprises came from the Japanese segment of it, which was Kojima, the persona games and the Neo developers going multi-platform. Yeah. I, I thought th- those were really strong surprises. I thought that was a really, I, I, I really do believe that this showcase was about answering a lot of questions that they've been getting. Lot, lots of doubts, yeah. lots of questions. You guys don't have as much Japanese support. You guys don't have that many games coming out in 2022. You guys don't show gameplay, and I, I feel he like they were very, much. very, 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 very successful uh, about that. I think they and, and they nailed it. If that's what they were aiming for, ten out of ten, a they they or or yeah. you know something like that, they got it. But for what I expect out of a showcase, what we've been sort of been trained to expect for years of what makes a really good showcase is that some of that stuff as well as some surprises to get you hyped. What's the next big thing that's coming? And uh, unfortunately, there were a little light on that stuff. Um, Things that surprised me, I, I I guess I already said it, the Japanese stuff besides that. Starfield and Redfall are, you know, I think they both, uh, sort of met my expectations. I don't think either of them like blew me away. Uh, I thought they were both very, very good. I'm looking forward to both of them immensely, but I didn't like, I didn't, I I did bring a change of pants and I didn't have to use the change, of pants, (laughs) which was, I'm I'm pretty happy about.
1: I did, but it was mostly the buffet's fault. (laughs) Uh.
0: So I, I didn't have that. Um, it was, it was a good show. I, I'm not sure if it was a really great show. Uh, my grade for it is a B. Uh, it's just a, a solid okay. B. Okay. Uh, good show. I'm very excited to play many of these games. I keep looking at this yeah. graphic, and there's a lot to be excited about. Even in 2022, Perfect. let me just let me just quickly say it. Some games they didn't even show, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm just I'm gonna mostly say Game Pass stuff. Right. All right. Somerville, Plague Tale: Requiem, Warhammer: Darktide, uh, <laughs> Atomic Heart, which they didn't show um high on life persona 5 royal um give me one more i know i got one more that's it but that's a lot of games for the rest yeah. of the year right that that appeal to me that i'm excited about valheim's coming as well to game pass um in 2022 so there's a lot right there that just appealed to me and then obviously as just like a, as a as an xbox owner what they've announced is even even if it's not on game pass mm-hmm. just as a whole there's a lot of excitement coming between now and mid year next year.
3: And hats off to all the indie developers and double a game developers, because I feel like they've been kind of holding the fort while, you know, triple a development has kind of struggled. Um, And and that's not to say that, you know, those scenes haven't struggled as well because they, they have, but you know they're filling in the gaps um, that we would typically see, like these AAA games, these first-party games being released.
0: Yeah, and, most of those games that I just announced right yeah. or just said right now were yeah. the indie games, weren't they? Yeah, yep. Good, good call on that one. Um, no let's not. just very, very, very briefly talk about the FanFest experience. Uh, I thought the team Xbox were incredibly uh, yeah. gracious, generous with their yes. time. With uh, yeah, they spared no expense. They held multiple uh, events around the world. Um, LA is, you know, obviously their HQ is here in the US. LA was a big one. Phil Spencer was there. Matt Booty was there. Pete Hines, Sarah Bond, uh, Aaron Greenberg. Uh, I just threw up an X. (laughs) I just threw up an X for my boy, Aaron Greenberg. Uh, And (laughs) and, uh, we had a great time. We did the meet meet and greets. We we all got a chance to take uh, pics, get stuff signed by Phil Spencer, talk to him. and uh, and all that as well as uh, spent some time with Aaron Greenberg he recorded a a sort of personalized greeting for one of our friends um it was an absolutely great experience it was we were there like all in la all day and we were wondering what are we going to do in this eight the showcase is an (laughs) hour and a half what are we going to do well it turns out we're going to take pictures we're going to go there's giveaways our our friend jordan was was with us and he got on stage and he wants some stuff we had our other friend hassan shout out to hassan who we hung out with as well we did the meet meet and greets there were interviews um josh sawyer of obsidian was there and he gave a little bit more uh, context on the game as well as just yeah it's just a lot of fun stuff it was a really fun event and i got a question for you guys from choco matt 12 who asks <laughs> I- what does phil spencer smell like
1: man let me tell you he smells like opening a brand spanking new game box in the middle of a fresh cut field
0: <laughs> yeah, what does huh. that mean jerry what does he smell like
3: <laughs> you know that smell when you uh When you when you open, or you know, they don't have them nowadays. But when you opened a new game back then, they had the instructions manual, and then you were just flipping through (sighs) that, you know, that goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So fresh and so clean, clean.
0: You guys must have smelled smelled something else. I smelled big red (laughs) testosterone (laughs) and confidence all right yes yes <laughs> you know Just what i mean I think, he had old, I think he had a irish spring on as well too i thought,
1: <laughs> no i think that, that was a sea of thieves candle
0: was that the <laughs> different,
3: uh yeah did he have his own exclusive uh candle it's the one of the <laughs> candle
1: flavors was phil
0: phil yeah. spencer yeah yeah i like how when we took a picture with aaron greenberg uh kevin you were like uh Is it okay if I like, is it okay if I hug you or put my arm around? Is it okay if I touch you? I asked
1: everybody because I know how inclusive and, um, what is it? Uh, respectful Microsoft is of nowadays, Mm, uh, mm, very PC, you know, politically correct in every facet. And I did not want to touch anyone without consent. I was very oh, Keanu Reeves at this event. Yeah. Hands in pockets unless I ask explicitly if I could put my hand on your shoulder.
3: You know that that that's what the thing was to you like when I when we had that photo op with like Phil I wasn't sure what I was like kind of like you yeah. but you know me being the introvert that I am I was just like sort of just like
1: awkward and I was like I don't know what to talk about right now. Yes. Let's just yeah. take the picture. I just told him he was doing a great job, and he was kind, and uh, and that I was, uh, I, I literally joked with him right off the bat. I was like, listen, dude, I've met like a lot of celebrities, and I've never been starstruck ever in my entire life, and meeting you in person, I don't know why I'm completely starstruck. I'm a 32-year-old man. This is embarrassing, Yeah, and he's like, I'm not a celebrity. Stop, 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 please. <laughs> no, I'm very, Phil. Very, very, yeah.
0: very cool, dude. Very, Yeah, very, they're all cool, very nice generous man. with their time yeah. and, and, and everything. Um, yes. Do you guys want to? We have to quickly, yeah, uh, do it quickly. Go into Capcom, but I don't want to. I don't want to shortchange you guys on the fan fest experience. you guys want to say anything else? You guys got those cool hats out of it. It was great. Yeah, you know um, what?
3: Okay, I, okay. I, I, no, I was just gonna say it was great overall. Uh, you know, well, actually, thankfully for my wallet, there wasn't a lot in the uh, gear shop. Yes. Um, yes. There were cool things in the gear shop, but was just expecting a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, honestly, super quickly, we, we met, uh, uh, Pete Hines, Phil Spencer, Aaron Greenberg, Paris Lilly, Aaron Ashley Simon. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we had the pleasure mm-hmm. of talking to, uh, I didn't actually catch her name, but she was the Xbox fan fest lead. Uh, and Jeremy yes. and I got to to meet her and some of her team. Uh, and they just did such an impressive job with, with the event and, and how they handled the fans, how they talk with them, how patient they are. With everybody. Like yeah. Yeah. It was just so impressive to see, for instance, just to put, Phil Spencer on blast again to see him just sit there and listen and have a nice conversation with somebody without rushing them out of his presence or because yeah. he's got to move on to the next person was just one of the sweetest things And uh, to see uh, from somebody uh, of his. I, I don't want to overblow it, but his stature, you know, where it's like he knows everybody's waiting in line to talk with him, but he's not going to rush you. Yeah, you're there to see him and he knows yeah. that. That and guy has the power to
0: one shot kill you, and he yeah, not
1: and, and they all did that. So, yeah, yes. Yeah, kudos to all of them. Yes. The whole Xbox team was so cool. And Paris Lily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who is now your profile
1: picture, by the way, Kevin?
0: <laughs> we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know this guy. We, we don't know this guy. <laughs> no, shout out to Paris, too. Paris is cool. I mean, but, he's the uh, grill king. What I, is he going to do? I'm not, not going to my... make it my profile picture. Uh, Kevin, oh. glad you had a great time. Yes. We don't have time to get into the Capcom showcase. We do have a question about it, though. Um, I'll just I'll just briefly try to summarize what they showed there, and then we'll get to this question. So Capcom had their showcase uh, today. It was about a 35 <laughs> minute show, and uh, right away they start off with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak update, which was just a bunch of new updates there. Uh, Exo Primal, we got the gameplay. That was a fake Dino Crisis game, so we got like that sort of like <laughs> so Ford <sad>. dinosaur game. <laughs> So sad. Uh, we didn't get any updates on Street Fighter Six, and they they explicitly said so that you know more to come later. Stay tuned. Uh, the big the big uh, portion of it was Resident Evil, and when it yep. came to Resident Evil, it was very exciting stuff. So there will be. Uh, additional Resident Evil Village add-ons. We got to see those. They will be repackaging it as well. that You could buy it sort of separately as a Resident Evil Village gold, similar to what they did with seven gold. Uh, and <clears throat> what they showed off was a Shadow of Rose DLC, which is... Um, I guess I, I don't want to get it I'm not gonna get into care uh I'm not gonna get into well yep. no well, they showed territory. the they showed the gameplay what the that's hell? true that's true <laughs> it's it's several years uh several years uh in the future where uh you play as Rose who is Ethan Ethan's daughter. Winters. yeah Ethan, as i say Ethan Hawk <laughs> what's the guy's last name <laughs> Ethan winters uh, <laughs> it's, it's his daughter and you are um yeah, it's it's a third person game. You're sort of traversing. Surprise of,
3: that it's third person, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm
0: surprised that they added a third person mode to Resident Evil Village. Yes. I'm all about my third person stuff. I yes. think uh, I think first person works really well for yeah. for Village as well as Seven, but I like me my uh, third person game. So I'm happy about that mode as well as Mercenaries got some new additions. so We got some new stages. You can play as Chris Redfield, Heisenberg. As well as Lady Dimitris, and she's got a wicked fucking chokeslam. Let me tell you,
1: <laughs> the slam. community wanted it, they got
0: <laughs> <She> it. <chokeslams laughs> them. And uh, even though I don't really care for mercenaries, I think that's kind of cool that they did that. Um, lastly, sorry, not lastly, they also had updates on uh, the enhanced editions of Resident Evil 2 Remake, 3 Remake, as well as RE7. You got the enhanced editions for uh, current gen, which I believe are now up. And you could just, those are all free uh, via smart delivery on Xbox or just the, the digital versions are available for the upgrades for free as well for PlayStation. And then we actually got some more Resident Evil 4 details, some story details, as well as a little snippet of gameplay and um i i, I mean i'm mean, like we didn't even talk about it. i feel like we keep short changing this is our new curse that we just do not have time when we keep shortchanging <laughs> resident evil 4. um so we yeah. really need to bring it on on one of our subsequent episodes when we get an <laughs> re4 update but beardsley asks is it too soon or unnecessary for an re4 remake what are your expectations uh lightning round answers guys Ke- uh, kevin
1: i don't think so i'm really excited for it
0: jeremy are you farting oh siren oh 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 i see i see okay there's
3: been a lot of activity lately in the in the main street here there's been sirens going on like for a while now um is it too soon no i mean they keep remaking the damn thing or porting the the game to all the systems um no i i mean you i i to be honest with you, I don't really have an opinion whether or not it's needed or unneeded. Uh, all that I know is that I'm gonna play it, uh, <laughs> yes. so yeah,
1: yes, indeed. Yeah,
0: I mean, I get that question's gonna be asked about so many games Dead Space, Last, Last of, of Us, Us. now, yeah. na- now, this right? Thanks. And <laughs> and here's the thing you, you these are beloved games. Many, yes. many people haven't played these games, all right? Uh, I mean, I played both Dead Space and Last of Us played a little bit of re4 but never finished it so for me this is a welcome opportunity yeah. to play an updated game if re2 and re3 are any indication this is going to be great this is actually done by the majority of the developers that oh. did the re2 remake so oh, i'm extremely excited about that and i will season.
3: i will add that the brief glimpse of gameplay that they showed of him walking to the town um does seem a lot more atmospheric than the original Uh, it does kind of like harken back to kind of the horror atmosphere that you have in village and in resident evil 2 remake Um, but then they also said that they wanted to bring aspects of that you know the 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 pre-alpha or whatever version of resident evil 4 that they were working on where leon was kind of like hallucinating and those aspects back into into the game um, so it, it does kind of look like they're, you know, trying to maintain or be faithful to the original, but also putting their twist kind of like a final fantasy seven remake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good call. Um, my expectations are, I think this is going to be phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, I try to, I try to have tempered expectations about things guys, but I think this is gonna be phenomenal. You got a really, really strong foundation in RE4 as it is. You got a really strong team working on it um what you just mentioned right now jeremy uh, and what we've seen yes it is very atmospheric um sort of like what they did with re2 i'm like i do not remember the police station being anywhere near the scary in, yeah. in the original re2 <laughs> yeah. i feel like they're gonna do that great. with a lot of areas that oh, could maybe more like action oriented in re4 make them a little bit more horror oriented um they the 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 re teams have just been absolutely on fire uh, re two was incredible. Mm-hmm. Same team doing it. I thought re three wasn't as well received, but I yeah, I like that one probably it. just yeah. as much. Um, so I I think this is gonna be phenomenal. Uh, all right, and then we got one off topic question. Now oh. we, we we usually get a few off topic questions where we can just like lo- uh, throw them all in at yeah. the end. But we got Mountain Drew, and we cannot leave our boy Mountain no. Drew hanging.
1: No, we can't. Kevin Fireway. Oh, I thought you were just going to lead into that. <clears throat> Mountain Drew says, I heard you talking about casting for PS shows recently and movies recently. Uh, so I was wondering, on the Nintendo side, who your fan cast for Samus would be if they ever did a Metroid series or movie?
0: Amber Heard.
1: <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and a story done. That's it. Um, gosh, that's a really good question. I have no idea. Um, she would have to be a total badass. Uh, I would like expect a muscular sort of build. Um,
0: Samus is what? Like seven feet tall? Yeah. Six something? Yeah.
1: She probably doesn't necessarily have to be seven feet tall because the world we live in. Well, um, I know, I know, I know. But like you don't want out. you
0: don't want them to have to like get someone who's naturally four foot eleven and like Elon, yeah, like naturally yeah. like with CG like elongate their mm. like body parts. Well, they would they wouldn't make them seven feet tall, anyways. Who's like they my should,
1: favorite? Gosh, I can't think of somebody that I would instantly go to and say that is my Samus. Not off the top yeah, of my head.
0: like I think like the obvious ones are like Jennifer Lawrence and maybe Scarlett yeah. Johansson are the all because like they're both badass. They both play badass roles. They're both. I really can't see them big, big notable. I can totally see Scarlett Johansson as Samus. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: I mean, she's um, a badass, but I can't see her as my Samus. Oh, okay. Like I love her as an actor and as a badass. And same with Jennifer Lawrence, but I can't see her as my Samus. Jeremy, do you got an answer? Got a few. Um, Go for it. You know, I think you. Charlie Stern,
3: Anya Taylor joy oh, um, There you go, right
0: there. Yeah. Charlie is a good one. Uh, yes. Florence,
3: Florence Pooh uh, uh would have been a good um pick as well. But then I sorry if I butchered her last name. I don't really know how to pronounce her last name. Uh but I would like to actually see them go somewhere kind of like a a out of left field and maybe go with like a like a Gemma Chan or something like that.
1: Oh yeah. You know what? I let me think about this for a second. Um, what well, Margo Roby? Oh, sorry, there we go. Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah. I could see like uh, like Elizabeth Olsen doing a pretty well. I've never seen her in like an action, like you know, it's granted like, eh. she
3: won't have to do much because Samus is in the helmet That's most true. of the time. That's true, you see <laughs> like her Olsen in
1: action, she's just like
0: breaking necks yeah. and uh, yeah, she kind of does
1: this. She doesn't really like fight. Well, I guess Samus fights, but mostly she does. You know, she, she's she cool does this stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I like, okay, so she would be perfect. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, she's all yeah, of this I, I'm doing this.
0: My, I, uh, I don't know. I was like, I was googling longer than I should have for this answer because Karen Gillan is another me. good pick. Oh yes. Okay, oh, aesthetically, I love her. aesthetically. Blake Lively looks kind of Samus-ish to me. Yeah. I don't know. That's I think a she's really good. One. I think she, I think she's pretty good there uh, for that. Elizabeth Olsen is also my a go, a go-to because she is uh, Bay. But I yeah, said that yeah. earlier for Aloy.
3: <laughs> another another like out of field pick Zendaya. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah she would be good too. Cool. Well, um, let me see here. Oh, I think we got all what about questions? Captain
3: Marvel herself?
0: Oh, Brie Larson. Yeah, Ooh, that's Brie Larson. one. Yeah, Brie Larson she would, be would be great. Pretty good. She would be great, actually. Uh, wow. Well, let's give, let's give Drew. Let's give tall, Drew. Wait,
1: what what about da- that super wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Oh, Gwendolyn uh, Christie?
1: No, I was going to be a joke with that super tall uh, Asian girl that the other guy comes in and picks her up from the TikTok videos uh, and lifts her up two stairs each time in each video. She's like seven foot one
0: i haven't seen your weird uh fetish videos kevin so I don't know yeah it's just
1: you know i've got these word fetishes
0: uh well let's get let's give drew one more this one he's gonna like this okay, one okay daisy ridley
1: that's that's good i like that Daisy Ridley. Mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. that you said charlie staring though and like right away i was like oh that's that's a good one yeah I love
0: guys, that has been episode 44. Thanks for tuning in with us. Uh, if you like this show, hit the like, rate us, five stars, follow us, subscribe. All that jazz, all that stuff helps us out so much. Kevin, what's the final word, my friend?
1: Uh, you can find me on TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, You can find me on Twitter. I had a great time recording this with you guys. Gosh, the showcase was so much fun. Uh, FanFest was so amazing. Um, and I'm glad I got to experience my first one with you guys. So So that being said, you can find me and my new picture with Paris Lily on Twitter at (laughs) Kevin from NXS.
0: You beautiful men, Jeremy. Uh,
3: Shout out to you again, uh, David Burdett, for giving us the opportunity to go to Xbox FanFest. Because without you, we wouldn't have been able uh, to go. So many thanks, friend. I forgot because I already said 38,000. And fourth chair. And you can find yeah.
0: me at NXS. Good, good call on the the David. Uh, thank you. I I messaged him as well today and said that I had an amazing time with you guys there, and you, you guys were able to be there because of David. I was able to be there for because uh, of Jordan, and um, big shout out to Jordan as well um, for yeah getting me there. Had a really great time. You could find us on Twitter at NXScast. You could find me on Twitter at Dash Revolver. It's been a fun one. We'll see y'all next time.